This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, April 17th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news. This morning, a death investigation is underway in Camden County after a body was found inside a charred vehicle on Thursday night. The discovery was made at an auto dealership off of Route 70 at about 9.20 in the evening in Cherry Hill. Mm. According to the Camden County Prosecutor's Office, a person was found dead inside the vehicle after the car went up in flames. Investigators are working to determine the identity of the person and then obviously the events that led up to their death. There's no other information being released right now, uh, but they are asking anybody who knows anything about this, if you have any information at all, uh, they're asking that you contact police. President Donald Trump gave governors a roadmap Thursday for recovering from the economic pain of the coronavirus pandemic, laying out a phased approach to restoring normal activity in places that have strong testing and are seeing a decrease in COVID-19 cases. The new guidelines are aimed at easing restrictions in areas with low transmission of the coronavirus while holding the line in harder hit locations. They make clear that the return to normalcy will be a far longer process than Trump initially envisioned, with federal officials warning that some social distancing measures may be needed to remain in place through the end of the year to prevent a new outbreak. Places with declining infections and strong testing would begin a three-phase gradual reopening of businesses and schools, each phase lasting at least 14 days to ensure the infections don't accelerate again. So here's what the phases look like. In phase one, uh, the plan recommends strict social distancing for all people in public. Gatherings larger than 10 people are to be avoided and non-essential travel is discouraged. Um, So uh, in phase two, people are encouraged to continue to maximize social distancing where possible and limit gatherings no more than 50 people unless precautionary measures are taken. Travel could resume in this phase too. Uh, also in this phase is where we would see restaurants reopen and other venues such as movie theaters, gyms, churches, ballparks, and arenas, but they would have to operate under strict distancing protocols. Uh, employees in this phase would still be encouraged uh, or will still be asked to encourage uh, telework when possible. And then in phase three, uh, it envisions a return to normalcy for most Americans with a focus focus on identification and isolation of any new infections. This is where we would be allowed back in to visit, um, you know, family members and friends and senior centers and hospitals. Uh, Governors of both parties made clear that they will move at their own pace. Kathy, did they take into consideration phase six, under which you can't stop yourself (laughs) from crapping yourself? I think that's in phase one, because now diarrhea is listed as one of the symptoms of coronavirus. Well, there you go. So with these so these three phases, though, they wouldn't even start until they see a two week decrease in uh, the number of cases. And they're saying it has to be an area that has sufficient testing, you know, enough testing to right. to accurately know that it is de- decreasing. Um, but I don't know. I thought that was a, at least encouraging. No, it is. Uh, it, there's a plan and maybe we can get back to normal sometime. I mean, they're, they're, they're talking about, you know, <laughs> all sorts of it, it, you may be out in public most of the time when you go to events with a mask on. It's going to be it, it, that might be the, the normal for a while. And uh, that might be so. So maybe you will be going to sporting events, but you'll be going with the mask on. You might get, you know, a quick temperature check. They're talking about these uh, these disinfectant lights that they can put over the uh, the entrances to some venues. There, there are all these things they're going to start to try to wheel out and get us back to normalcy. But, yeah, it, 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 it is a positive direction. So it's cool. By the way, I went out yesterday. I had to go grocery shopping. We had no food left. Um, and I had tried the whole mask, uh, make your own mask situation. Yeah, that's not going over so well. I'm going to have to <laughs> try to make myself. your own. What'd you say? You're trying to make your own. 
Yeah, you make like you you can use a T-shirt or a bandana or something like that. I had a scarf. It, you just it, didn't. You, you don't have happening. anything around the house that'll work like that. It, oh, we got some. Well, stuff. yeah, I'll I did. I tried. It wasn't yeah. happening. You know, you know, has a good video. Adam Joseph has a little video. Oh, I, think, really? I think he took like a like a like a, a big athletic sock. If you don't mind that, and uh, he works up away with the with the rubber band. I don't know where he got it from, but it works pretty well. I think my scarf was too big because it yeah. was covering like the majority of my face. I couldn't see anything. You, you look like uh, uh, not Ralphie, but um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, oh, Andy man. or no. Randy. Randy, yeah, yes. Randy, just the eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what it was, Preston. Uh, <laughs> we need to get you, what do you call those, Casey? The bobos or whatever those things uh, are? Uh, bandanas, and then I have buffs. Buffs, that's yes. it. I don't know where I came what, up with bobo. but what's the buffs? Uh, but I actually have several of those. You know what, Kathy? I'll try to get you one um, because we, we use them in the Jeep when you put it over your, your head. Oh, it's, right. You said, yeah. And you can just pull it up over your face. And yeah. so. Well, you want to look like Hulk Hogan, you put them up like, like he wears, like his little. Yeah. 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 So uh, that'll, that'll do you well. We'll have to get you one of those. Okay. <laughs> Bucks County officials will reopen parks after they were closed weeks ago to manage the spread of coronavirus. Commissioner Bob Harvey said officials have decided to open the parks on Monday, but visitors should maintain social distancing. Park rangers will be present to enforce that people are practicing the social distancing and not congregating in large groups. The Bucks County commissioner said parks closed on March 24th to protect residents and employees. According to the Pennsylvania Department of Health on Thursday, Bucks County has reported 1,407 positive cases of the coronavirus. There have been 56 deaths in the county. State parks remain open amid Governor Tom Wolf's stay-at-home order. However, facilities, including restrooms and visitor centers at those parks, are closed. The status of parks in southeastern Pennsylvania varies by county. In Chester County, all of the parks are closed. However, Chester County regional trails are open, uh, but no staff or amenities are available. In Delaware County, parks and trails are open. In Montgomery County, all parks remain closed to the public, but trails remain open. And then in Philadelphia, parks and trails are open, but the playgrounds and Athletic courts are all closed. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are young. The PGA Tour announced plans to return in mid-June with a revised slate of events through Thanksgiving starting at the Charles Schwab Challenge. The Fort Fort Worth, Texas event is scheduled for June 11th through the 14th, assuming health and government officials allow it, and would be played at Colonial Country Club without spectators. The complete rundown of the PGA Tour's revised schedule, if the ambitious schedule plays out, it would mean 24 consecutive weeks of golf leading to Thanksgiving, with a few weeks where a second event is played. Mm. The weeks during which major championships have previously been scheduled have been filled by PGA Tour events. And in an Instagram post, Jason Kelsey has announced his retirement from arm wrestling. Yeah. In yesterday's post, Kelsey wrote, until now, I haven't addressed my future because I have been mulling it over for some time this offseason. I wanted to allow my body and my mind to fully recover from the rigors of the NFL season and take time with my family to see what lies ahead. After thinking long and hard about this, I have come to a decision. I have decided to retire from arm wrestling. I leave behind a 2-0 record, one win against (laughs) the man in the photo and the other against Claude Giroux. Despite this retirement, I am fully excited for the 2020 season and will be out there with my 
my teammates, coaches, and hopefully fans this coming season. He ended the post by writing, I can't wait till this lockdown is over. Hashtag go Eagles. The man and in that's the photo for you um, this morning. That's my bad, Kathy. The man in the photo is my friend. His name is, is Dave. Is it really? Yeah, his name is Dave Griffin. And of course, of course, when he's arm wrestling a guy in Delco, I know the guy right. that he's arm wrestling. <laughs> is he so friends funny. with him or something? No. They were just at Brick and Brew at the same time. Okay. And I think um, he... Kelsey talented. had the idea or... No, no, no. It was Dave. Dave Wait, was and probably... Casey, you you yeah. didn't arm wrestle him? I didn't. No, I arm wrestled John Cena. I John almost Cena. I almost won. You were yeah. so close. Right. We so had that close. on video. It was a nail buddy because he's seen us start to sweat a little bit. He got, oh, man, yeah. and I didn't I, sign on for this. Ultimately, it just came down to conditioning. He, had, I mean, because the, the match went on for a really long time, yeah. and I just ran out of um, energy. And I mean, by, by the fifth second, you were really <laughs> you yeah. were emptying the tank. Yeah. Yep, yep. But you gave it your all, man. I yeah. did. I respect Everything that. Everything you got. Everything you got. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, so real quick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead uh, today's tease by reading an email. I actually got this like 10 days ago. It says, hey, Preston, it's intern Nick. Uh, I was working on the show this semester with you and the rest of the gang, and I just wanted to email you to tell you how much I miss all of you so much. Uh, I work at Acme Market. Shout out to the sponsor. And it's been really rough these past few weeks. I still help with the show on Mondays by writing the log and doing guest sheets and I also listen to you guys every day, and I wanted to intern for your show the past three years, and I finally got my chance this semester, yeah. and it's a shame with what happened, but uh, we live and we move on. Hope all is well with your family, and uh, you are all staying safe and healthy. Tell the gang, uh, if you can, that I said hi, and I miss them all, and I apologize this email so long. Thank you for making me laugh every day. So that's from uh, Nicholas Grandizio. Now, Nick is actually going to be on the air with us this morning. Yes. We have our Isolation Idol contest, which is going to kick off next week. We're getting down to the uh, the finalists as far as the people who can actually compete in the contest. And to test out our audio, because the way we're going to do this is a live performance on air by you, the people that are chosen to be contestants. And rather than just do it over your phone, uh, because we had some uh, audio issues, because everybody's phone is a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, Marissa. No consistency. And our engineering department has found a way to make it work through, uh, actually, through using Facebook Messenger. And we're going to test it out. With Nick, because Nick actually wanted to enter our contest. He's a singer. Yes. But we said, you know, you can't do that. You're an intern, and, and you, even though you're not getting paid, you are working for us, and it might be an unfair advantage. Right, right, right. So uh, Nick will get a chance to perform for the masses today on the Preston and Steve show, and we get to test out our audio system and see how that works. This is awesome because originally his uh, the production that he was involved with got shut down, and we said, hey, why don't you come in on the show and just... We'll give you a chance to sing that number. And all that turned to crap. Yeah. So here he is. He's getting his redemption. This yeah. poor guy, he was uh, in Mary Poppins, and he was playing the Dick Van Dyke role yeah. in the Ver- in Mary Poppins. You you rehearse for months sure. and months and months. And, and it's all so you can perform in front of a, a live crowd. And then this thing happened. Felt, I felt really bad for him and anybody else that was... Uh, actually, my daughter, she was in a, in a play as well that was all canceled at the last minute. Yeah, and not yeah. just plays, you know, like uh, all sports, all these things. Yeah. My, my son and his, uh, you know, uh, uh, color guard competitions, indoor oh. guard, they worked so hard on their routine. Months yeah. All the preparation. Of, yeah. So, But this is where we are, yep. and uh, we're, we're making, you know, uh, ends meet the best we can. So anyhow, we'll have Nick perform 
later this morning. We are stacked with guests today. This is an exciting day today. We got to make good with Kate Flannery, <laughs> who forgot to take into consideration time zones when she was supposed to be on with us last week. Yeah. So we'll talk to Kate this morning. When did they start doing time zones? We have astronaut Mike Massimino joining us. Mike has spent time on the International Space Station, and he's going to be promoting a Hubble uh, special that's coming up this weekend. It's called 30 Years of Discovery, and it's on the Science Channel. Very cool stuff. Yes. And uh, I'm excited to talk to him. Candace Cameron Bure. Is it Bure or Bure? I always say Bure. But Nick, you would know because he was a hockey player, right? Uh, Bure, yeah. Like Valerie Bure is her husband, and then Pavel Bure is Valerie's brother. And Nick, your audio is horrible this morning. We can barely hear you. I got you pinned all the way up, and it sounds like you're way, way back in the background. So Adjust your flange constrictor. Yeah, just giving a heads up on that. So. Whoa. Is that any better? That's better. a lot better. Yeah, in fact, let me bring you, know, you down to ten. <laughs> here's here's what I did wrong, Preston. I uh, I forgot to turn the microphone on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's going to be an issue. Yep. Technical How problems. Yes. <laughs> Page one of the instruction manual. Troubleshooting uh-huh. yeah. item one. Yeah. Right, is the microphone turned on? <laughs> so Candace Cameron Bure will be joining us. Hope Rising is this benefit uh, concert. I think it's a uh, contemporary Christian music. Sure. So. Uh, but we're going to talk about Hallmark Channel. You bet your ass. Uh, and we also have, how great is this, man? Yesterday we had Steve Zahn on. We just played back the interview a little while ago. From that thing you do, Tom Everett Scott. Guys, Spartacus. Yes. Will be joining us on the show this morning. So that's really awesome. That's late in the show. A lot of this stuff is going late in the show. It will behoove you to stick with us through the course of the entire morning because the latter part of the show is going to be a lot of fun with all our guests. Leading up to that, we got a ton of stuff to do, including... Two chances for you to win $500 MMR's Rock Refund. Now, I would say, no sad, it's Friday, bro, but I got sad news coming up at Entertainment Report Aww. next. We lost a big person. Yes, we did, yeah. And I mean that uh, physically and uh, presence in, in the world of Hollywood, too. So, unfortunately, a little bit of sad, bro. A little bit of sad. A little bit of sad. But we'll come back in a moment. We'll give some stuff away with a stupid question and some more Entertainment Report stories. Stay with us. We'll be right back. MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer is giving a portion of all Rose's soul to support local restaurants by catering meals for essential healthcare workers. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's ask a stupid question and give away a prize, a digital download of Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, and Brie Larson. The question I have for you this morning is, which famous American popcorn spokesman is always shown wearing a bow tie? Mm. And if you know any (laughs) other American popcorn spokesman, I would be surprised. This is an easy one. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Let's see if you know the answer. All right. I'm going to get into some uh, birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Today is the 17th day of April. It is Boomer Esiason's birthday. Boomer. 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 Name's Boomer Esiason. He is 59 today. Uh, Victoria Beckham. Ah. Uh-huh. Posh Spice is uh, 46. Steve, this is so funny. So the other day, right. I, I didn't tell you this part the other day. All right. Remember, in music news, it was last week I said I had decided to listen to the Velvet Underground. Because yes. I, I I know what an influence they are. I've, I've, I know Lou Reed's music. I just, I, I never knew what the big deal was about Velvet Underground. So I'm like, you know what? I'll take this really super popular. Yeah. 
what started off as an underground band, very, very hip band, and I'll listen to them. Check it out. And I actually liked what I heard. I didn't hate what I heard. Right. I followed it up with listening to the Spice Girls album. Oh, my God. Could I go in any yeah. more of an opposite <laughs> direction? Right? Position? Uh, and listen. I listened to both. I listened to their first two albums. Wait. I, I bizarrely, I was a fan of Spice the Girls. The entire album. I listened to the Spice Girl, the self-titled album, and then I listened to Spice World. So Spice I, World, uh, you know, the movie, which yeah. I went to go see with my niece. I used her as the excuse. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. No, I was a fan as well. It's, it's good pop music, and they were super odd at the time. So I, I have a crush on them all. Yeah, I, yeah. I did at the time, and I relived it. And you know what? I still, I know a lot of do the Do you dance? Do you do the moves? I don't do the moves. Yeah, I, I'm not a move doer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're not a move I'm not a move doer, no. <clears throat> But it was so funny. I was laughing at myself. I'm like, look at you. What's happened? You adult look male you. in your 50s. Velvet Underground. Went from the Velvet Underground to the Spice <laughs> Girls. Both albums. I listened to them. But that's a collective. Back to back. All wow. of it. Every song without skipping that's anything. That's really funny. You know, she sat, out, she sat out the uh, the tour. Power Spice. I know, I know. She should have been along on it. I agree. Uh, she's 46 today. Jennifer Garner, uh, she's a goddess, and it seems like a really legit sweet person. She does. Yeah. She does. She's done all sorts of great things. Do you remember when the fires were raging around that area? Mm-hmm. She actually turned her backyard sort of into an animal rescue yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, taking yeah. in wildlife and feeding them and all that stuff. She's a. She seems like a sweet person. And for all intents and purposes, she saved Ben Affleck's life. I agree. I agree. She's 48 today. Uh, actor Nick Hornby, uh, or yes. no, no, he's not actor, author Nick Hornby, wrote about a boy, uh, also wrote High Fidelity. Uh, he's 63 today. Liz Fair huh. is 53. I like Liz yeah, Fair. Yeah, yeah. What does she sing? I, I mean, listen, I know, I know who she is. She's an alt-rock darling, but. So she started <clears throat> to steer into the more contemporary music with, why can't I speak whenever I think about you? You don't know that song? Uh, maybe. It's inevitable. <laughs> but she she had some in her, in her alt days. She had a song called uh, Supernova that I, I like that song that I thought was yeah, really yeah. cool. Uh, but um, yeah, she wrote some hit songs, uh, and uh, she's fifty three today. So uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, actor Sean Bean yes. celebrates his birthday today. Game of Thrones. Ned Stark, man, awesome character, <laughs> solid actor. What man? You know, I I wish he would have. Um, hey, uh, spoiler alert! He doesn't yeah. make it all the way to the end of the uh, series. Right, right. And he, it would have been cool if he would have lasted longer. But it certainly was one of those. What? what? What did they just do? Well, and and Lord of the Rings, he has one of the most heart-wrenching, again, spoiler alert, deaths. Uh, It's great. Was that character Boromir or something yes, like that? Yes, yeah. Bajmir. Bajmir. Rib job. job. <laughs> I should have mentioned rib job. <laughs> Please say it in reverse. It's Bajmir. <laughs> parents thought it would be funny. So, is it is? Is this, are you, it? It is. It backwards is rib job. Oh, I just can't. <laughs> I don't need to laugh while you're dying, but that's a good one. <laughs> hey! His name is Rim Job in reverse. <laughs> uh, Sean Bean, he's pretty awesome, man. Uh, he's he, also in the Silent Hill movies. Is he? Yeah, he's in, I think, two I of them. I never saw yeah. them. Uh, they are brutal. They're not everybody's cup of tea. Okay. He was in The Martian as well. Uh, yeah, he's a versatile actor, 61 today. Uh, Maynard James Keenan, what, a, what an intense oh. guy. 
Uh, not only uh, and really talented musician, obviously with Tool, but a winemaker and a black belt in jujitsu. Is he? Uh, really? Yeah, he's he's a renaissance dude, uh. man. Yeah, he's. He's the real deal when it comes to the um, uh, martial arts. He has a, a whole line of banana breads. That he oh, sells. my God. He got yeah. into the banana yeah. bread. Yeah. yeah, he has just cornered the banana bread market. But he is going to get into to, uh, coffee, uh, yes. which is going to continue. Go with, the, the, go with the banana bread. He's just going to make so much more money. Uh, he's 56 today. Uh, jazz musician Jan Hammer. Love uh, Jan Hammer. Keyboardist, yeah. I mean, he did the Miami Vice theme. He did this. Which is not completely indicative of his sound, yeah. He's like legit, yeah. you know, jazz guy. But uh, he, he did a lot of television um, did. music. Yeah. So he made a yeah. career out of that, too. So uh, if you recall in this, uh, the, the opening sequence when they were playing this theme music, when it, the drums go boom, 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 boom. Yep. They show girls like running in bikinis. Yeah. And so like the boobs bounce to the uh, to the beat of the drums. Do you guys remember that? I do remember that. Okay. As a child, as a young prepubescent kid. <laughs> Big deal. Oh, huge deal. Gosh, I remember that. <laughs> you could see their boobies. Jan Hummer is uh, 72 today. <laughs> By the way, one of our one of our former calendar girls, um, Elizabeth, who's the gamer, you know, she has the wild yes. tattoos in her hair. She, she posted an Instagram video. I think it was yesterday, and I forgot. It was one of the, I think she was listening to one of the Tiger King songs, one of Joe oh. Exotic's songs, and she was moving her butt cheeks independently, <laughs> each cheek to the beat of the music. <laughs> She would do. It's amazing. Know, like right cheek, right cheek, left cheek, left cheek, both cheeks, right cheek, left cheek, both cheeks, both cheeks. It was wild control. Wow, is that the Coach Contra too? Of her ass, I think yeah, it was yeah. up, up, down, down. Yeah. Left, right yeah, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. We have the video up, and she's doing this oh, man. to the beat of the song. Look at that. Is that not impressive? That is impressive. And what a tribute to the Tiger King. So Elizabeth R O six O zero is her. Uh, she's a <laughs> what? I read it the same way, but it's Elizabeth Rose X. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Rose Rose X, and then there's an O at the end. And then a zero. Zero. Okay, all right. Right, But it's not Elizabeth Rose X. Oh, my God. Of course. And you can follow her on Twitch, too, which is a very popular channel. By the way, speaking of Calendar Girls and Tiger King, I had to tell Angela Perfetto that uh, Joe Exotic was not singing. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, what? Are you kidding me? He's got a beautiful voice. That's funny. Uh, William Maypother of uh, Lost and uh, Mission Impossible 3 in the bedroom. Tom Cruise's cousin. He's that guy that has that oh. sinister look about him. He Yes. And in, in the bedroom, he is really sinister. Oh yeah. He's a yeah. complete scumbag. Absolutely. Uh, he's 55. And last birthday, uh, actress Rooney Mara. Love her. Uh, social network, girl with the dragon tattoo, and so forth. She is 35. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, what... Uh, famous American popcorn spokesman always sh- is shown wearing a bow tie. Two one five two six three WMMR. I'll go to Brian, our first caller. And hey, Brian, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thank Woo! you very much, sir. Do me a favor. Who are we talking about? The popcorn spokesman. Orville Redenbach. Uh, yeah. Of Hold on a moment, Brian, because for you. A digital download of Just Mercy, starring Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson. It's based on a powerful and inspiring true story that follows lawyer Brian Stevenson and his history-making battle for justice to defend an innocent man. Own the digital movie now 
And the Blu-ray, uh, well, the Blu-ray now as well. It says tomorrow, but that was... Do you know the story was... on Honorable Redenbacher? He was one of the founding members of the Mossad. Oh, yeah, no. It's, it's amazing, it's yeah. A little, it's you a see this guy, in his Wikipedia page. This guy who seems kind of nevish with the bow tie was, yep. was a lethal killer. Hey, uh, <laughs> SNL star Michael Chi is... Is it Chi or Che? Che. It's Che, all right. Uh, Jost, Che. This, I don't watch yeah, SNL, yeah, so I never remember. Uh, is paying tribute to his late grandmother, Martha. This is a pretty cool thing. She died... Uh, from the coronavirus, so he shared his decision to pay a one month's rent for 160 people living in his grandmother's public housing complex mm. in New York City. Nice. Yeah. He actually went on, on the uh, episode last Saturday. He made mention of it, and he said getting back to do the show, Preston, was therapy for him. Uh, he said it's crazy to me that residents of public housing are still expected to pay their rent when so many New Yorkers can't even work. Obviously, I can't offer much help by myself, but in the spirit of the memory of my late grandmother. Uh, I'm paying one month's rent for all 160 apartments in the NYCHA building that she lived in. Uh, I know that's just a drop in the bucket, uh, so I really hope the city has a better plan for debt forgiveness for all the people in public housing at the very least. Uh, fans were impressed, especially considering that he lacks a budget of, like, heavyweights, you know, mm-hmm. big Hollywood no, heavyweights. that's true. Um, so somebody had said, look, he doesn't have Clooney money, and he's yeah. doing this, so that's impressive that he's doing it. Um, fans are concerned about Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman. What? After seeing images of him online, he popped up on social media to promote Operation 42, a $4.2 million fundraiser for personal protective equipment. Uh, the uh, PPE is destined for hospitals uh, that cater to African-American communities hit hard by the coronavirus epidemic. The name, as many noted, is a reference to his role as Jackie Robinson right. uh, in the 2013 film 42. And as thrilled as many were to see the fundraiser, many also pointed out he's looking thin. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, is that for a role? That's what yeah. he hasn't indicated that. So people are curious if that might be the case or not. He's slated to appear in the TV series The Black Child and also Black Panther 2. So just some speculation going on about mm-hmm. the way he looks. Chris Hemsworth shared his love for his brother Liam and in the process, just threw a bit of shade at his famous ex, Miley Cyrus. It was wild how many sites were reporting this thing of him really? throwing shade at Miley oh, it's Cyrus. Next. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, the Avengers Endgame star gave Liam a shout-out during his address with the uh, with news.com.au. Uh, joking that his brother's abs beat his, he said, I think he's done it. Uh, did you see the men's health cover? I thought, not bad, kid, not bad. He credited his newly toned physique with a certain lifestyle change. He said... He's out there training and staying fit and back in Australia doing his thing. It's Australian living, I guess. We got him out of Malibu. That's his big shade. I mean, can you believe that? So Liam and Miley lived together in Malibu after rekindling their decade-long romance in 2016 and marrying in 2019. Miley had commemorated their romance in the hit song called Malibu. So there it is. You got away from that piss-soaked whore. Chris and his wife Elsa have no love lost with uh, Miley, apparently, in November. Uh, she had said he had deserved much better than when he got with Miley. Now, that's shade. That's a little bit right. of shade. Talking about Malibu, not so much. Here's the sad news. Uh, Brian Denny, he passed away. Man, we were all bummed out uh, to see that yesterday. The winner of two Tonys, by the way. So yes. He was, he, was a, he was a celebrated, award-winning stage actor. Uh, but his uh, career also spanned 
tons of films. Tommy Boy, First Blood, Cocoon, and television as well. He died Wednesday night in New Haven, Connecticut. He was 81 years old. A statement was uh, posted on Twitter by his daughter, Elizabeth Dennehy, who said, It is with heavy hearts we announced that our father, Brian, passed away last night from natural causes. Larger than life, generous to a fault, a proud and devoted father and grandfather. He will be missed by his wife, Jennifer, family, and many friends. So he was could be such a warm character. And the first time, I, I was telling you guys, the first time I really kind of became aware of him was in the movie 10. He played this island resort uh, bartender, the Dudley Moore, who's having a midlife crisis. He goes after Bo Derek, and he's kind of this voice of reason. And he was just so... Instantly likable, and same with Cocoon. What, what a you know, just a great guy, uh, a very yeah. likable character. But Preston, he oh. could also be oh beyond menacing, and he played in that made-for-TV movie, the true story of that guy who held that town in Missouri, right? Yep, and mm-hmm. he was absolutely terrifying. Yep, he was he, evil, amazing. Yep. Um, he his the production that he was in of Death of a Salesman. Uh, that won Dennehy his first Tony, originated at the Goodman Theater, later went to the West End and uh, was brought to the small screen on Showtime in 2000, resulted in an Emmy nomination for him, as well as a SAG Award and a Golden Globe. Yeah. So, I mean, he was the real deal, man. Stallone Um, posted yesterday, uh, obviously considers it a major loss, as it is, but he said that on the making of First Blood on that set, he talked to Dennehy a lot because Brian Dennehy was a Vietnam vet. Yep. And sort of could, could give him some information. Uh, we, we do have a couple of clips. I don't know if you want to play them here. but uh, In a second. Denny, yeah. he also received Emmy nominations in uh, 1990 for his role as a defense attorney in the Telepic, a killing in a small town. Yes. Uh, in 1992, both for his role in the Scott Turow-based miniseries, The Burden of Proof, and for his role... As John Wayne Gacy in a pick called "To Catch a Killer." Oh, that 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 was really good. That was with uh, from um, uh, who played Lois Lane in the Christopher Reeve. Um, oh, Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder. She and, was a psych. It was a really well done movie. Uh, also nominated in 1993 for his role in the miniseries "Murder in the Heartland," which is the one we're talking about. Yeah, Steve. yeah. And in 2005 for his role in Showtime's "Our Fathers," about a Catholic Church's conspiracy centering on Boston Cardinal Bernard Law to conceal sexual abuse. He did all kinds. Do you of know stuff. was a good? There were. Two Two movies he made. Um, the first one was called FX. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, sure. yeah, I yep. do. Yeah. And uh, it was about these special effects artists who were sort of helping to solve crimes. Or Brian think, Cox, right? Was in correct. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, really good stuff. Yeah, so he had uh, a little bit about his... Or no, Brian Brown was his name. Brian, Brian Brown, Brown, right, yeah, from yeah. the Thornbirds. Um, he... Um, he was born in Bridgeport, Connecticut, served in the Marines from 1959 to 1963. Um, then he studied history at Columbia, attending the university on a football scholarship. He subsequently earned his MFA in Dramatic Arts from Yale, uh, made his Broadway debut in 1995. And, uh, yeah, let's play a couple of clips, and then we'll go through a few other things. Uh, this is um, Tommy Boy. Yeah, I mean, of course. Come on, you, the, the warmest dad you could possibly imagine. Here we go. It's so cool that you're getting married Saturday. So where'd you guys meet? Uh, we met at uh, that Fat Farm Spa Resort thing. Uh, Beverly was one of the trainers. In fact, she was the only one of the trainers I didn't want to plant six feet under a lettuce patch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you hear this. Wait till you hear this, Tommy. She's got a son. He, he worked at the spa, too. I, I met him. He's a terrific guy. You're really going to like him. He's coming here today for the wedding. 
You know, it's funny because he he was in ten with Bo Derek, where Dudley Moore was. Yeah, you know, crazy yeah. actor, and then he's married to her yeah. in Tommy Boy. You know what? I didn't put those two yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And and Tommy goes, you know, Dad, she's like a ten. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's great. Is that for me? <laughs> no, son, that's for me. That's for me. <laughs> he's guy, he's so great. Uh, here's him in First Blood. Yeah, and talk about playing a jerk, man. Right. Man, did he pull it off in this movie? You got some place I can eat around here? There's a diner about thirty miles up the highway. Is there any law against me getting something here? Yeah, me. Why are you pushing me? I haven't done anything to you. First of all, you don't ask the questions around here. I do. Secondly, we don't want guys like you in this town. Drifters. First thing you know, we got a whole bunch of guys like you in this town. That's why. Besides, you wouldn't like it here. It's a quiet little town. In fact, you might say it's boring. But that's the way we like it. And I get paid to keep it that way. Yeah, man, he was... Mm. Maybe get some banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> like a local place that makes banana bread. We don't have a lot of banana bread places here, son. But I like <laughs> banana bread. Yeah, there's a great banana bread place 60 miles up the road. <laughs> Why don't you go check it out? <laughs> you mean in this town there's no... Not even the fixings for banana bread? I find that very hard to believe. They had banana bread in Saigon! <laughs> Dude. Uh, I love it. He, he drops him off at, at the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the city limits. Uh-huh. And he, Sloan just kind of stands there for a minute. And he's like, all right. Yeah. I'm not putting up with it. And turns around, starts walking right back into town. <laughs> then he turns around, goes and gets him. And right. Just, and and then, then the town explodes. Right. It's a great movie. Uh, and then this You're is gonna it. regret not hooking me up with some banana bread. Uh, this is Brian. I guess this is in an interview, Steve. So he his his demon was alcohol, and okay. he um he had an epiphany that just really uh, was uh, just just listen to it. It's 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 pretty amazing. Here we go. This is a true story. But one I was at Thanksgiving, and we had a whole bunch of people there, and I was having a glass of wine. I was fine. I wasn't I wasn't even high at that point. But as I'm looking around the room, my eyes catch his eyes, his eight-year-old eyes. And he was looking at me with that look. And that look said, what's he going to do today? How bad will it get today? How far will he go today? Mm. I knew it immediately. And I remember putting the glass down. But that was the end of that part of my life. Oh, man. Wow. He saw the, the, his oh. son like, what's, what daddy am I going to get today? And that was it. Wow. Well, good for him. He lived a great life. Yeah. Um, and his my wife used to work at a place where his daughter worked, uh, Long Island. And, um, you know, so the family is from there, I guess, and every, nothing but great things about them. So. Survived by his second wife, Jennifer Arnett, a costume designer who he married in 1988. They had three daughters, or uh, three daughters by his first wife, uh, Judith Sheff. Uh, actresses Elizabeth Dennehy and Kathleen Dennehy. And then there's Deirdre. I'm not sure what she does. As well as uh, son Cormac, that's a great name. Yeah, and daughter Sarah and Arnott. Uh So sad news, but mm. uh, what a, what a legacy! Oh, no, sad. It's Friday, bro. I yeah. know. Okay, I'm sorry to bring the sad mm-hmm. on a Friday, but uh, here's another quick sad one, and then we'll move on to uh, to happy. Okay. Uh, WWE ring announcer Howard Finkel died. Huh. 69 years old, known for his voice and the way he announced a new world champion by dragging out the word new. I don't remember him at all. And uh, uh, when I saw his picture, I was like, oh, he looks like Mean Gene Okerlund. Listen, guys, I <laughs> have an idea. What if I were to say new like new? <laughs> it's never been done before. You sure you want to do this, son? 
Yeah. He annou- I think I want to do it. He announced many of the biggest moments in WWE history. Uh, later transition. Couldn't you just say the <clears throat> and then make news shorter? No. Uh, into working behind the scenes for WWE office in uh, the 2000s. So for WWE fans, that's a big deal. I would pass that along. Uh, let's see. This was kind of cool. Uh, there was a <clears throat> a reunion of the cast of My So-Called Life. Uh, Claire Danes, Wilson Cruz, Jess Armstrong, uh, Devin Odessa, Tom Irwin, Paul Dooley, uh, but uh, no Jared Leto. And that was a big issue. I saw a lot of uh, weeping women emojis on uh, Twitter. <laughs> a lot of people were sad that Jared, because he was the heartthrob. I liked that show. I did, too. It was it was pretty groundbreaking yeah. for its time. They had a, the, I think, wasn't it the first um, openly gay character? Openly gay teenage teen character, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cruz shared an image of the chat writing, little silver lining around this COVID cloud. Uh, we had a great time. In December, the show celebrated its 25th anniversary, or celebrated its 25th anniversary of its premiere. So, so a lot of shows are doing this. Actually, the show Chuck Preston uh, is doing a, a table read of a new script or an old script. And, uh, all, and I always love that sh- that series. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, you know, listen, the pandemic sucked, but this is kind of fun. Uh, Lake Bell is opening up about her five-year-old daughter, Nova's epilepsy. Yeah. Uh, she wrote that she hesitated to post the diagnosis to, uh, quote, a bunch of strangers, but added, however, in this time where we are so isolated, I crave community. We all do. Uh, we want to be reminded that we are not alone in any reality. Uh, she shares Nova and Osgood with Scott Campbell. Uh, she added that she is grateful to Campbell uh, for researching the condition and giving these seizures a worthy adversary. She's married to Scott Campbell? Uh, <clears throat> so, George C. Scott's son? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, want, yeah. I do not know. Huh. Quite possibly. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Joe Exotic reached out to a judge with a handwritten legal document saying that he's running out of time to respond to papers Filed by the government in his $89 million wrongful imprisonment suit. Am I that time? Uh, he asked the judge for 30 days so he could access representation and tools as he is currently in isolation <laughs> at the Federal Medical Center. It's gonna run, maybe he should represent himself. That'd be cool. Oh, my God. Talk about awesome. an inspiring touchstone movie. Yeah. Uh, different Scott Campbell, by the way, Steve. The Scott Campbell she's married to is a, a tattoo artist. So okay. no relation to George C. Scott. Yeah, oh. that sounds about right. Uh, let's see here. Saved by the Bells reboot is nigh. A teaser for the show has dropped via the streamer Peacock, featuring Mario Lopez, Mark Paul Gossler, and Elizabeth Berkley. Several new faces are joining the team, including Josie Tota and Mitchell Hoog and Mac Morris. So we a don't bunch know of nobodies. Are. But, uh, yeah, so it's the, the old class kind of at school greeting the new class, Preston. Uh, yeah, that's what I figured it probably would be. So, And they're also doing Punky Brewster. <clears throat> They're rebooting that? Yeah, or... with Soleil Moon Fry. Okay. Is yeah. she going to play Punky? I guess she is, yeah. Okay. All right. Did she have a breast reduction? She did. She did? She, is... Like at 13, she had, I mean, <clears throat> medically, ridiculously big breasts. I remember watching her in like Celebrity Double Dare. When I, She and I are the same age, so it's not creepy. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> so little, uh, we were the caveat. same age when it was going on, and I remember her like doing a physical challenge, and I'm like, oh my God, like... Those things are gigantic. Yeah, and where did they come from, and how can I? <laughs> it, it, for her, who and a petite girl, it was mm-hmm. it was obviously way too much. Mm. Uh, during an Instagram live with Lena Waithe, Halle Berry revealed that she's been single for the past three years. What? 
She said, I've decided to take time. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, she said, I'm very much a relationship-oriented person. I always want to be with someone, but... Dearest Tally, I know we didn't get off on the right foot. (laughs) Sorry about pleasuring myself in your mailbox. (laughs) But hopefully enough time has passed where you would reconsider and perhaps go with me on a date to Olive Garden. Uh, (laughs) she said... (laughs) But I decided, no, I'm going to slow my roll. I'm going to take a minute, and I'm going to spend time with me. Uh, she added uh, that it's uh, it's been so great to uh, that I think that I might stay like this. You can spend time with you. I'll just sit there and watch. When uh, Lena asked if she knew that she was going to be single for this long, she said, I knew I was going to take at least a year, one full year. One year led to two years, and two years is now leading to three years. But I'm fine because I think the next relationship I have, uh, I think I will have a better chance of attracting and choosing what's right for me because I've taken this time to think about what's important to me. Yeah, and she has a bad track record with guys. Yeah. She needs to reassess what she looks for. She said, I no longer... Maybe the stalker is the right choice. I no longer feel the need for a relationship, so I don't feel the need to rush or accept something that's not totally right for me. Did you see her in John Wick 3? No, I haven't seen John Wick. Right. Excellent. Uh, not that anything's wrong with the people I've been with, but uh, I'm going to wait for my match or I will stay solo and be with my kids and uh, do my life the way I'm doing it. So, Good for Hallie. So she's uh, three years going with uh, there was nobody. A, apparently some sort of pillow challenge or something. Did you see the pa- pillow fashion challenge online? There's so many of these goddamn What people. is it? But it, you use a pillow, you know, like a dress. You hold it in front of her. Or hold it in front of yourself or do something creative with it. Long story short, she did it and and she blew up the internet because she looks so good. She's uh, phenomenal. All right. Uh, I don't have the clip, so I guess we're doing mystery clips. Uh-uh, mystery clips. All right. All right. Um, Marissa, did you send him over? Always exciting. Okay. All right. No, it's okay. No sad, bro. It's no Friday. Sad, bro. Marissa looks upset. No sad, bro. No, no sad. sad, bro. All right. Even on our uh, video conferencing that we're doing with uh, Nick and Kathy, raise your hand. Don't bite your fingers, Kathy, yeah. uh, if you know who this is. All right, I don't. Now, hang on a second. They're, oh, uh, they're, not, they're, they're not here. All right. Well, how about Friday right. movies opening? Okay. I don't have those. Yeah, well, they're coming here, bro. Here we go. No, maybe it is sad, bro. Oh. <laughs> we'll do that. All right. Okay. I still don't have them. <laughs> Play it again. Uh, no. All right. All right. I just got them. All right. We have uh, opening this weekend or opening now, or actually it's already been out. <laughs> Gone with the wind. <laughs> but it's now available on Netflix. Chris Delia, No Pain. Uh, it is a comedy uh, special that you can find. An interesting thing about this, and Burt Kreischer yes. had, uh, had posted this the other day. That he and uh, and uh, that Bert and Chris Delia and who's the other one? Tom Segura had apparently in their specials planned to do this. They knew their specials were coming out within you know a month of each other. So apparently, Bert does a joke setup somewhere in his routine. Yeah. Tom Segura does the meat of the joke, and then Chris Delia does the punchline. But it's not related. 
to their material that they're doing on stage at the time. So you have to find out what those three right. moments are to make the complete joke. It's pretty cool. That's a lot of work. Yeah. But, I, you know, there's a lot of people out there, and somebody clever will figure it out. I haven't seen any follow-up to that as of yet. Uh, but uh, Chris Delia, there's no, uh, it says no consensus yet by the critics. All right, well, Chris Delia, by the way, is engaged in an ongoing, super hilarious battle with Brian Callen on uh, Instagram. And the videos they post going back and forth are some of the funniest freaking things you'll see. Yeah, clearly they're really good friends yes. and, and they crack each other up. But, like, they're, you know, on on Instagram, they're, they're you know, uh, fierce competitors as to, like, who's more successful and funny. Right, and Christie is always flashing money. Uh, yeah, and, and the I, I watched the first half of the special. I mean, he hits the ground running. Hilarious. Good, good. Yeah. All right, also opening is Fantasy Island. Uh, and where's the description of this? Oh, uh, in the new spin on Fantasy Island, the enigmatic Mr. Rourke makes the secret dreams of his lucky guest come true at a luxurious but remote tropical resort. But when the fantasies turn into Ooh. nightmares, the guests have to solve the island's mystery in order to escape with their lives. Uh, PG-13. Uh, and it has a 7% score <laughs> and Rotten wow. Tomatoes. Seven. I'm on board, man. Not really what they were hoping for. 7%. All right, All right clips. Let's just, we got to hurry up. It's already five after. We ready to go? Gotta go. Yeah. First clip. Guess who it is? Here it is. This felt very unique to me personally, even though you could equally say that it's almost a ripoff of many different films. I feel like we've seen these types of stories told before and we'll see them many times again. And there's a reason why we keep making them is because they're relatable and they're humorous and warm. Yeah! I have no idea. Who no, not a clue. Guys. Anybody? Sam Claflin. I have no idea who Sam Claflin is. Oh, well, he's an actor, and uh, he's probably talking about... Sam Claflin is? Love Wedding Repeat, maybe? Love... Is that what it is? Next is that clip. what it is? All right, Love Wedding Repeat, which is now available on Netflix, Preston. Now, next. Next mystery clip. Here we okay. go. The job for each character actually interchanges. Like, you would think, like, oh, this is that person, and this person does this job. It actually changes. You feel like they're, they work better as a unit. That's two people. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, so uh, that is um, Rudy Pankow oh and God. Jonathan Davis. Oh, we really killed Come them. Guys. Jonathan Davis mean... from Corn. <laughs> no, no. Uh, they are. Uh, oh, so here's the deal. We earlier this year, before the pandemic really uh, wreaked havoc here, we sent our production assistant Demara. Right. Uh, she sat down with the cast of Outer Banks. It's oh. a new Netflix original series. So it's a new series. She describes the show as a really fresh take on a team mystery drama. In this clip, Tamara uh, asked the stars Rudy Pankow and Jonathan Davis to elaborate on their roles. And so you can watch the full interview with the cast of Netflix's Outer Banks now on PrestonAndSteve.com. Okay. All right, so do you want to listen to that again now that there's a little bit? To, it's only a nine-second clip. The job for each character actually interchanges. Like, you would think, like, oh, this is that person, and this person does this job. It actually changes. You feel like they they work better as a unit. Okay. It's a whole new world. Still um, means nothing. By the way, some uh, people are texting in and say Chris Delia's name is pronounced Chris, Chris Delia. You guys ever heard that? Yeah, I have. I okay. didn't know which way to go. Delia. So I went with Delia. I've always said Delia. So. Yeah. And in fact, I thought I heard Kreischer say 
Ah, it doesn't ah, matter. Hell. Ah, hell, I don't ah, know. Hell. No sad, bro. It's Friday. I'm getting sad. We're taking a break. <laughs> We're coming back in a moment. We have a lot to do today. Uh, Candace Cameron Bure is going to be on the show. Uh, astronaut Mike Massimino will be joining us. Tom Everett Scott from That Thing You Do will be on the show. Kate Flannery is on the program. $500 to give away twice this morning. There's a lot to stick around for, so make sure you do. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. The Who, featuring from ashes to new. New music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Casey's got his bag of party mix again today, and that is that is thanks to our vending god. Uh, oh. Chris Hickman, who just stocked the chocolate chip cookies yeah, for Steve. Hey, and gave me a complimentary bag. Thank you. That was awesome. So you can uh, suggest you can, what goes in there? I think, listen, if you're, yeah, you're vending people, uh, ask them. And I think that they can they can make those decisions for you. So Chris uh, Hickman, thank you from RDS Vending. Put the chocolate chip cookies back in the uh, in the machine. Yes, can I request something for the vending machine? What would you request? Mm, I don't know. Uh, wine. <laughs> I don't know if I have ever purchased anything out of that vending machine. This vending machine is awesome because you can you can uh, pay for it with the um, you know the uh, Apple Pay. Apple Pay. It's awesome. Oh. It's pretty convenient. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, ask your vending person uh, today. Consult your vending person. Something special. They uh, they can they can make those decisions. They, listen, the people people like that uh, are are pretty valuable. That uh, that they can they that head that yes. you may not be aware of. So um, treat them right. About it. Yeah, exactly. Treat them right. <laughs> uh, I had some junk drawer stuff. Yeah, this thing is t- just spilling over. With and junk. I, I need to dig in there and find some stuff. So let me see what we can We can locate. Mm. Got a lot of stuff in there. I went mm. on Facebook for the first time in ages yesterday. And uh, I'm like, why mm. are people posting old high school pictures? Oh, yeah. They're senior yearbook photos. And so it's a thing. You know, it's one of these Facebook things. And uh, most are doing it in support of the class of 2020 whose proms and graduations have been canceled or postponed yes. or whatever. Um, so that's cute. That's a fun idea. Yeah, so yeah. I saw some cool pictures. Do you have you have pictures, right? Uh, I do, but I've, I haven't posted anything. But um, I, I don't. I don't have a single one. I don't think I have oh, any. Oh, really? Yeah. From your youth, or I have from maybe I have from elementary school. I posted that one, but uh, not official. Uh, no one cared photos. to photograph me. It yeah. seemed. <laughs> I have all my yearbooks. Yeah. <laughs> so I could take a picture of the picture and post that if I yeah, want. Yeah, all right, do that. Do that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even. I, there was. I. I only got the senior year yearbook. I didn't get the junior and the uh, you know the sophomore and freshman sophomore, and all yeah. that. Yeah, I've got a stack of uh, annuals uh, or of uh, yearbooks, Nick. So I saw that trending yesterday on Twitter too. Is that the same thing that people were posting pictures of them at the at their age when they were twenty? 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, so it was, it was like hashtag me at 20 or something like that. And maybe. So, okay, I didn't know why that trend started, but that would make sense because of the 2020 proms being canceled. Yeah. Well, according to the Better Business Bureau and cybersecurity experts, they are warning people to probably not do this because uh, there's information on these photos that could be used by hackers to steal people's identities. Really? Like what information could be gleaned from just a static photo of your... High school years. Well, it might include the name of the high school that you attended and the year that you graduated. Uh, and sometimes those are answers that are common on security oh, questions wow. yep. that hackers can use to gain access to your bank account and your credit card. That's why I never did those like little Q&A things on Facebook. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're giving people valuable mm-hmm. information. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Is it okay right. to post photographs of your passport? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And also the little three-digit code on your yeah, credit that, card. Yeah, that, because you can't use anything without that. Yeah. Um, so without the information, uh, with with that information, it only takes a, a an Internet search to find out more about you, such as your date of birth and where you live. Uh, Anthony Townsend, professor of information systems at Iowa State University, says people don't realize how much they may be damaging themselves by providing that kind of information uh, there would be enough there to encourage some malicious person to try to cozy up to you and to try to exact even more information from you. Imagine if someone cracked into your system and was able to use your Apple Pay to buy all the vending items that they wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you don't want that. Uh, people who don't like to take uh, risks should allow only people that they trust to view their post and should not allow search engines to link to their profile. I'm always very leery. Like whenever I take a picture of something on the kitchen table or yeah. when I'm taking something in, in like the office, I make sure there there is no yep. documentation or anything up on the wall or anything, you know, post post-its that could reveal any uh, vital information. Well, I'm leery of anything that goes up on Facebook anymore because it seems like there's, um, you know, the... There's always something that they're like, oh, well, this this one looks like something that I would like to do. And there was like a recent one of concerts that you've been to. Yeah. Oh, all your concerts in the alphabet, right? So it's like, oh, you write A and, you know, I want to go see Fiona Apple and B. And so you go through the, the, the whole alphabet. And so there's always something that seems like, oh, well. It could be used against could you. Be, yeah. If you could get a mortgage because Fiona Apple was your first. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a text here. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. I may be. Um, letting someone know that they've been saying something wrong for a long time. All right. Possibly. And you tell me if you think this is the case or not. They say that the graduation picture thing is stupid. It runs salt in the class of 2020's room. It rubs? It says runs salt into the class of 2020's room. Instead of their wound? Instead of their wound, which it's rub salt into their wound. <laughs> Not unless you're so, running salt into a room that needs salt. If you if if that's a you've mistype, that. then you're good. But if you've been saying run salt into the room, <laughs> yeah. Play you've it been by saying year. It, you're playing it by year. This piece <laughs> is playing. Run some salt in this room. It's rubbing salt into the wound. Well, in case you didn't know all right, that. All right. When when I saw hashtag me at 20 yesterday, Preston, the first time I read it, I thought, why are people hashtagging meet 20? <laughs> meet 20. It's me at 20. I was like, oh, meat is interesting. 20 years ago, I had a flank steak, and Listen, I'll never forget it. <laughs> I know that people, like, when, when you're hashtagging, everything's, like, either um, lowercase or whatever. I right. always, I don't care. If I'm doing several different words, each word is is capitalized. I do the same thing yeah. just I to clear it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A f- yeah. 
Uh, I, I don't do a lot of hashtags, but when mm-hmm. I do it, if it's multiple words, I will. Yep. As a courtesy, yes. I will. I will put the uh, capitalizations in there. All right. Well, letting that person know that they have been saying something wrong for a while. Just quick story because it, it's Please. it drives me insane. Okay. This, so this girl I went to high school with, I follow her, uh, and <laughs> I don't. You she doesn't. Her. She doesn't know to uh, put a hashtag. She writes out hashtag. She writes out hashtag Preston and Steve. Seriously? Hashtag yoga. Oh, Has- wow. She was writing out oh hashtag. God. Oh, no. That is a joke, right? Yeah. Like, uh, no, actually- Nick, it's not a joke. <laughs> Who's your idiot friend? <laughs> no, it's a girl that I went to high school with. I, I don't know uh, where she is. I don't know. I don't know much so about. So, if her. you're just, listening right now and no, you write it, out hashtag, Steve, just know that Kathy stop. thinks you're an idiot. No. And you went and you went to high school with her. So, yeah. If you're about Kathy's age and you went to any school Kathy went to, <laughs> and just assume you're the idiot Stop. she's talking. And no, had... she's probably super nice. She probably um, is. Listen, sometimes people. But... We've all had those. Listen, you had Stop O range. You didn't know. Yeah, that's not even no, a word. You... Not yeah, even no. a word. I did know. <laughs> you had never heard of the word orange, and people were, it's its adorable. Hey, can I ask something about social media, specifically Twitter, because that's where people get the most, I think, snarky? Yeah. Um, uh, we have talked often about how, how we wish there was a font so people knew that you were being sarcastic. Yes. All right. Is Are people doing that when they put, like, random capital letters in their response? Do you know what I mean? Uh, no, I don't know. Definitively, if that means sarcasm, but you've seen but, what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm talking yeah, about. You, here's what you do, Case. I've seen this happen. Where after that, they write something like that. They'll write S A R C, Sark. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. All right. Also, Case, there there's a font that does that. So if if you notice, like some people's Instagram will have like their description of who they are or whatever. It's like you know, it's a different type of font. There's a font that does that that puts like capital letters just in the middle of the word. I tell you what, I don't care how how sure you are, someone's getting the joke. No, yeah, a lot of and it just no matter how creative or clever you think you are. Just be sure before you send something, yeah. Because someone's going to take it absolutely seriously. Yeah, yep. Um, all right. So anyhow, uh, be careful if you're if you're going to post your your old senior photos. Uh, keep in mind, try try to not have uh, the year graduated and the name of your high school there, because it's a bit of information they can find out about you using your name and everything. And so. you sometimes you're just you're just you you, you go want to go along. You want to do that thing. I, I there was that thing last month which was easiest points of entry to your home, and you post the pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fine. I did. I said yeah, yeah, the window in the basement usually is broken. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got to draw. If you've tried to calm an anxious friend. You know that it's not easy, and no matter how good your intentions are, yes. you could end up annoying them. Experts say this is a common issue and that trying to soothe an anxious person by telling them to calm down or pointing out the things that things could be worse can really backfire. A new study suggests that the only effective way of helping an anxious person is to simply reflect and validate their feelings. It's okay. It happens to guys all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it's just a pandemic, baby. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, Everyone gets coronavirus now and then. Uh, no, to do this, they say that now. Nah, take not... a shower and come back in. We'll try it again. <laughs> oh. um, I hate Nancy so much. I would say uh, that yes. Uh, so I had to learn 
uh, when we did marriage counseling that you, uh, that you know, was it, who's the guy who was the... Jim Gray, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that you that... don't put on your Mr. Fix-It hat. He was the... Not Jim, not Jim Gray. Yeah, he was he, that's the sports caster. <laughs> Jim Kelly. <laughs> no. Howard, no. Howard Cosell. It was Howard Cosell. <laughs> John Madden. John Madden? Yeah. John Madden. Uh, no, it was... John Gray. John Gray. Okay. Yeah. Aaron yeah. Gray. Aaron Gray. Uh, anyway, yeah, anyway, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. He was the author of that. And he told you not to put on your Mr. Fix-It hat. And that holds... You, what the person is simply wanting is is compassion and empathy. Right. So sometimes, though, I, I will try to frame things in a way to help someone. I did it here, Kathy. I didn't send you the name of the individual, but I'll send it to you, who is who, who is just seemed to be teetering on the edge and just okay. tried to put things into perspective, mm-hmm. and it seemed to help. But you're right. You can also, people can take that like, don't diminish my angst and my my fear yeah, you know you, you you're you're being stupid is no, what you're saying yeah now by the way can you can you guys see kathy on the on the screen here i can i yeah. can't she Why? looks okay today yeah she's doing fine <laughs> no no, no it's, just, I, it's a blank thing it's are a, you gonna comment how good her mustache looks casey don't lie you i look great <laughs> now you look pretty good today. anyway i can't see you kathy you need to refresh it so i know I, i'm directing here so yeah. i need to see I everybody don't know what to do. that's why you i hang up? I don't know yeah hang up and dial back in or I something i think you need to click it. Is it does it have a pause signal no it's got an uh it's got an exclamation point with uh, in a triangle in a triangle yeah. oh that means you have bad internet service oh no. it does yeah. i see everybody else though it's okay uh, baby anyway nick i can see that you it's have okay, something baby. to say <laughs> <laughs> you ever try to tell somebody the strength i understand steve just speaking of, to marriage counseling um in the middle of like a fight whether whether it's with your spouse or whatever your co-worker doesn't matter what in the middle of a fight when you try to tell somebody hey calm down that always <laughs> yeah always it never goes no what i recommend is no matter what in the middle of an argument say apology accepted even yeah. if they haven't apologized yes. works every single time people appreciate oh, yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah. Love that. oh man listen uh my wife is now using that against me right i gotta tell you it's infuriating. <laughs> so there you go. Be you, careful uh, what you do. But you had to blab it so much. Yeah. You said this a number of yeah. times on the show, and you betrayed your tactic. Yes. You got to come up with something new now. So here are things you may want to try saying instead of calm down or pointing out that things could be worse. You may want to say uh, something along the lines of you have every right to be upset. Or how about, oh, were you talking to me? Or it's understandable It's understandable you are stressed out. Yes. So something that affirms the way they feel. I turn around, take a breath and say, you're out of your goddamn mind. I've done that before. Um, you are a stark raving lunatic. So that is a tact you might want to try taking. Also, maybe you react like... Um, a few clicks above their stress level, so that they seem like, "Oh man, I go, yeah, man, I got it together over this guy." Yep, you're right. Yep. Ah! You want me to kill him? I'll no. kill that person. Jesus Christ! It's over. <laughs> Nothing over. It's okay, baby. Sometimes it's over. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it usually doesn't happen. It's, it's okay, usually... baby. <laughs> I was in Vietnam. I fought the war. <laughs> I killed Charlie in the bush. I can't get. I can't get it up. It's okay, baby. Boner. I can't feel my boner. <laughs> I expect this city cat. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I killed Charlie. Can't get a boner. It's okay, baby. I think I can help. Frisbee, we're gonna make this a 
some banana bread. <laughs> I like banana bread. <laughs> None of this oh. even remotely makes any sense. Oh, I don't care. I don't care if it makes sense or not. Listen, why don't we go into the kitchen and make some banana bread? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that an aphrodisiac? I don't know. Anything's worth a try. Look at that M16 up and firing in no time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you may want to try reaffirming uh, their feelings. Uh, let's see what else I got in the junk drawer here. All right. Spring has a scent. Yes. Semen. Yeah. No. Oh, the well, semen those, trees are... Those trees yeah. do. Yeah. They've, they've come and gone. They've come and gone. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Rambo. Uh, no, the uh, the springtime flowers bloom, and uh, no, the the trees that uh, that have that scent have since lost their uh, their flower. Yes, and uh, it's much much better. Um, makes a mess all over the place. <laughs> it does absolutely it's sticky, and then you got to go get a town. So anyhow, uh, science says that uh, yes, spring has a unique scent to it. Researchers say. Uh, Gozman is the chemical that produces the earthy scent of spring and is produced when a certain bacteria is trying to attract an insect called a springtail. Gozman the Gozarian? I guess so. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, Ghostbusters. I got it. Yeah. Unless it's Geosman, yeah. G-E-O-S-M-I-N. Well, uh, yeah, spring has a smell. Fall has a smell. Yeah. Um, winter yeah. has a smell. Winter has a smell. You have a smell. I Autumn totally have smell. a smell. Yeah. Uh, the springtails that smell. <laughs> uh, the springtails then eat the bacteria. Oh. and get covered in its spores, which gradually fall off of them as they move through the soil and turn, helping the bacteria reproduce. I love spring. Uh, I don't. To be honest, I can't remember. I haven't processed what kind of spring this has been so far because. We've been so distracted. Yeah, yep. it's a little uh, chilly. Little, uh, it's it's still April, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I felt this one is could be a little warmer. Yeah, I the haven't... last the last week and a half has been colder than normal. Yeah. Uh, so, but but then a couple weeks before that, it was warmer. We than We had normal, some so. sensational days. So, yeah, if, so we, if we get a solid, there. it also just psychologically, you talk about your first topic. Psychologically, with everything going on, when it's sunny, when it, you can open up some windows and, and feel. The COVID coming through your, you know, your open windows. No, yeah. you can feel that sort of thing. I think it's going to make people a lot happier. So I associate <clears throat> the scent of spring with uh, fresh cut grass, uh, as opposed to fall, which I associate with like fire, uh, smoke, uh, <clears throat> right, from a, from a wood burning fireplace mm-hmm. or something. Does like that. jasmine remind you of the summer breeze blowing through in my <laughs> mind? Absolutely, <laughs> every time. That's summertime. Uh, so yes, there is a scent. Uh, the scent of uh, Gozman the Gozarian. Is, is the scent we associate with springtime and storms as well, by the way. I love this. There is, do you find that there is a tangible smell oh, yeah. prior to like a lightning storm? That's, that's ozone, right? Like that's, that's ozone. Oh, I was yeah. gonna, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say after a, a rainstorm. Before storm. and after. Because but Nick, I, you, I, I don't pick up one beforehand. No, interesting. I'm like a bloodhound. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I and I, I it is a, you know what I'm talking about, right, Nick? Oh, I know exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a palpable scent. Yeah. Uh, scent and sense. And uh, yeah, you can pick up on it for sure. Was Ozone a character in Break In because you had Turbo, and what was the other guy's name? Frozone. No, that's from uh, yeah, Incredibles. Incredibles. Oh. You're talking about Lloyd. On <laughs> um, what? On Break In and Break In 2 Electric Boogaloo. Oh, 
There was a t- turbo and ozone, I thought. And then Donnie. I don't know. Donnie. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Let's... Makes me feel fine Blowing you the jasmine in my mind <laughs> Aldolfo Quinones, Casey, played Ozone, also known as Al- Adolfo Shabadoo Quinones. Shabadoo? Shabadoo? Shabadoo. Sometimes Shabadoo. Shabadoo. I want to join your dance crew. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Rambadoo. <laughs> Rambadoo. <laughs> I'm not much of a dancer. How do you do, Rambadoo? <laughs> <laughs> Look at him, a robot. I'm a squeaky robot. Oil me up. Oh. <laughs> I tried to watch a break into Electric Boogaloo on it was the, like Netflix or Amazon. They're showing Prime. all that stuff, Case. Oh, dude, I yeah. tried. It's <laughs> the first time I tried since like the '80s when it came out. It's terrible. It was terrible then. I, but I, you know, listen. Yeah. A, I was young. B, yeah. breaking dancing was like cool. And uh, was I, it breaking dancing? It was cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. And as what a, is that? where is oh, where is it's the rainbow yeah, music. From. I thought Jesus. I had turned it off. Um, but as a, as an adult, who's <laughs> not interested in breakdancing anymore? No, you have, you have other other concerns. Terrible movie. Like, Breaking uh, doesn't like, hold up, huh? Yeah. No. Uh, I, I put my breakdancing of youth behind me, and now it's mortgages and medical payments. Okay. All right. Thank but you. Rambadoo. Isn't there a bit of a breakdancer still in your soul? Rambadoo. Rambadoo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're okay, moving on. No. Uh, something nope. else in the junk drawer. The okay. stuff I've, if, yeah. Oh, yeah. We won't be able to get to it if I don't get to it now. Mm. And we're going to have astronaut Mike Massimino on later on this morning. And this does have to do uh, with that. I think with these. The yeah, I think these photos or the study that was done might have been through the Hubble. Uh, but for the first time, astronomers have observed a star orbiting the supermassive black hole at the center of our Milky Way galaxy, and the star is dancing to the predicted tune. Here it comes. Here it is. I knew it. <laughs> dancing to the predicted tune of Albert Einstein's general theory of relativity. So re- reinforcing that the theory is indeed true. It's amazing. Uh, the study published Thursday in the Journal of Astronomy and Astrophysics. They saw that the star's orbit is shaped like a rosette. Okay, which is what? I don't know. Isaac Newton's theory of gravity suggested the orbit would look like an ellipse, but it doesn't. The rosette shape, however, holds up Einstein's theory of relativity. And according to the uh, study director, Einstein's general relativity predicts that uh, bound orbits of one object around another are not closed, as in Newtonian gravity, Mm. but uh, precess forwards in the plane of motion. That same theory was put forward by Ozone Shabadoo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rose- like a- what is that, Nick? Rose-like. Oh, sorry. Rosette is like a ribbon. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, like Rosette for a second, is like third a ribbon. place ribbon. 
Uh, this famous effect first seen in the orbit of the planet Mercury around the sun was the first evidence in favor of general relativity. A hundred years later, we have now detected the same effect in uh, the motion of a star huh. orbiting the compact radio source Sagittarius A, which is at the center of the Milky Way. Sagittarius A with you in the morning. It's the universe. We're having a great time. Ever since the Big Bang explosions thing, and things have gotten cuckoo. <laughs> So the observational breakthrough strengthens the evidence that Sagittarius A must be a supermassive black hole four million times the mass of the sun. I mean, can you wrap your mind around that? No. So when you, the Hubble uh, has. The the imagery that the Hubble has been able to secure from around the universe is just jaw dropping, as you would mm-hmm. imagine. So you start to learn things like this, you know, almost at a certain point. Like uh, my brother, for example, I brought this up a, a number of times. <laughs> my younger brother would freak out, freaks out at the notion of, and the, you know, we do we don't know where the end of the universe is. We don't know what reality is. Basically, if you stop and think about that, but it's just amazing that they're getting this information now. Yep. I was reading an article comparing the genius of Newton and, and Einstein. And yes. The fact that they are on another – it's a superhuman level. And the the description in the article of how smart these guys were uh, makes me feel infinitely much more stupid. You know, it's just look, looking at their ability to think on levels that are just not well, like anybody else thinks. Nick, so, uh, you know, uh, my wife and I will watch the Ancient Aliens shows quite often. Uh, and she's got me hooked on them now. But the truth of the matter is – you look at Da Vinci, and you yes. look at the length and breadth of the amount of infra- this stuff. If there's ever been a case for someone who might have been brought from another world and brought here, it's it's that guy. Astonishing yeah. what he was what he was uh, capable of seeing and predicting. Yeah, and Newton uh, just un- was so he invented far- figging. And it, no, he invented calculus. <laughs> figging, fig Newton. But you know, sure. You, you can believe that. That's sure. all good. <laughs> all right. Uh, by the way, the uh, Sagittarius say the, the the supermassive black hole, four million times the mass of the sun, is twenty six twenty six thousand light years from our from the sun. Our solar system exists on the edge of one of the Milky Way's uh, massive spiral arms, uh, and dense stars can be found around the black hole. So it's pretty wild, man. Pretty interesting stuff. So. Uh, I don't know if that will be brought up in the topic of conversation with uh, the astronaut Mike uh, Messamino. We're going to have on around 9.30, but we'll find out. All right, one more quick thing. Uh, let's see. Enduring characters in popular culture, including Strawberry Shortcake and, cake and the Care Bears, uh, sprang from the brain and pencil of Tulsa artist Muriel Farian, and her newest creation is the Stay-at-Home Bear was born because of COVID-19. Um, and Farian recently unveiled three stay-at-home bear illustrations on social media. Is this the bear that stays at home and drinks scotch? Uh, yeah. One of the images shows a bear holding a cell phone and saying, tell someone you care. Another one shows a child holding the bear, and the illustration is accompanied by the words, if you can't be with the ones you hug, hug the ones you're with. Aww. Uh, asked about these series of illustrations, Farian said, I was discussing this with my daughter this morning. We were talking about... Uh, anyone who is by nature a good person is trying to find a way where they can help, and I can give it through my art. I can just send a message in a kind and sweet way, and it's stay at home. Is there a bear that addresses the lost jigsaw puzzle pieces, Preston? <laughs> no, I don't think there is. By the way, she created Strawberry Shortcake while working for a greeting card company oh, no uh, in Cleveland. So that character was just made for greeting cards and then was so popular that people... <sighs> 
God it turned into its own thing. The merchandise. Oh my yes. God. Strawberry shortcake. Yep. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I didn't play with strawberry shortcakes, but I did love them because they smelled so good. Kat, did you have them? You know what's funny? That was one of the things along with My Little Pony that I always wanted. And for some reason, my mom never got it for me. And like to this day, she's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you wanted it. She that promotes bad. promiscuity. <laughs> I used to, I told you guys this before. I used to um, play with this little girl down the street because she had My Little Ponies. And I'd be yeah. like, all right, I'm going to so-and-so's house. Was she an only child by any chance, Kev? No. Because there was an only child that I went to school with, and she had every single Strawberry Shortcake character, and she would bring them into class, and I'd be like, ah, ah, Blueberry, Ah, I love your dolls. One of them smelled like banana bread, right? Yeah. Mm. (laughs) As a matter of fact. This one smells like grapes. Uh, so anyhow, they created, she created a, uh, another Care Bear. Wow. This whole thing. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to wrap up the junk drawer. We're going to come back in just a little bit. And, oh, we're going to get a performance from intern Nick, who's going to help us test out our audio system for Isolation Idol, which kicks off next week. He wanted to enter the contest, but he's, you know, he works with us, so we can't do that. So we're going to. Let him uh, sing and check out the audio level. And, and, and we have a contest coming up too, Preston. You know what? Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, I forgot about that. We're going to do the Bass Ackwards contest. Uh, That's what we're calling it. It's uh, my reverse words or phrases. And it's all going to be Preston and show themed stuff. Uh, Preston and show theme stuff? (laughs) Yeah. It works. Preston and Steve show theme stuff. (laughs) It's been a long week. It's getting longer. Uh, So we'll get to that in a little bit. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities. And right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. This morning on the show, we are going to have Tom Everett Scott uh, from That Thing You Do. The Wonders are getting back together tonight. We had Steve Zahn on yesterday. Today we have Tom Everett Scott. He was essentially the star of the movie, played Guy. Uh, and I'm excited that they're doing that uh, this evening at 7 p.m. You're going to watch, right? I'm definitely going to yeah. watch. Uh, Candace Cameron uh, Bure will be joining us. There's a charity <laughs> event on the way. Uh, astronaut Mike Massimino is going to be on the program. Yes. Kate Flannery will be joining us today. But uh, is it is it legal to be this entertaining? <laughs> I don't know. We might be in violation of some law. Let's put some more on top of it because we got free money to give away. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. The word you need is what you want to do, and that's win. W-I-N. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that, by the way. You can text the word win to the special contest short code, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, just enter it on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley. That's our company. So be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. The word, again, is win. 
Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, couple stories to go through. We're going to start with this one. I saw this footage. We're showing it to Steve yesterday. Uh, new footage emerged of the harrowing crash landing of a Russian Superjet 100 airliner last year, which resulted in what I didn't. I didn't read this part, Steve. Forty-one people died on board. Oh God! Ten more injured. The video was part of the mater- the materials that the committee responsible for investigating the accident collected and forwarded to state prosecutors. Those officials have now formally charged the pilot Denis Evdokimov with criminal negligence leading to the fatalities and the destruction of the aircraft. They think he, he got off before trying to and make sure that everybody was safe. You, you've never seen footage like this, but the fact that he did that, if that's what he did, is yeah. absolutely loathsome. The footage is wild because this plane just comes skidding sideways out of nowhere and it's on fire. Mm. Uh, but yeah, apparently it had uh, it was struck with lightning on the takeoff, and they decided to return return for an emergency landing. the The jet bounced during the landing attempt and came down hard again, causing the landing gear to collapse, and uh, then it caught on fire. But mm. it's it's crazy footage, yeah. But they Jesus. Uh, they just made that determination. Uh, Dominka Deering of Beechwood, Ohio, was arrested after shoplifting from Walmart two days in a row. Well, the real story is her unique. Profoundly messy reaction to the arrest. Deering was spotted shoplifting, but was able to make it out of the store without being caught. However, store security and police were given her photo. So when she came back the next day, greedy for more free stuff, authorities were ready. Deering was apprehended by Walmart loss prevention officers and taken back into the office area. And it was determined Deering had stole $238.79 worth of items. She began screaming in an unidentified language, said that her name was Tamika Brown and that she was from Pennsylvania. Then, according to the Walmart loss prevention officer watching her, Deering raised her dress up to her midsection and began projectile defecating all over the office while screaming that she had coronavirus and needed treatment. Wow. The Walmart lost... Is she single? The Walmart lost prevention officer immediately retreated into the corner of the office to avoid getting hit with Deering's flying poop. Oh, my God. And called for backup. Officers... So you do one or the other. You do, I've got COVID, or you crap all over the place. But that's just greedy to do both. Officers arrived and cuffed Deering, who pooped again at the store's entrance. Like so she, she did last summer. She wanted to take one more dump <laughs> on the way out. Ultimately, Deering pleaded guilty to two counts of violating the county's stay-at-home oh order. God! And two counts of larceny. All the charges are misdemeanors, by the way. I bet you it'll be a while before they let her back into this. <laughs> Uh, this is pretty wild and disturbing. Uh, three infants who were abandoned at an Orlando apartment complex from 2016 to 2019 are related, according Ooh, to DNA wow. testing. Yeah. Wow. Detectives said they are now attempting to identify the parents of the children through genealogy. One of the infants was abandoned in July 2019 at the Willow Key Apartments. The one-day-old baby boy was found wrapped in a T-shirt on a doorstep with a note that said that the mother left him because she feared his father. The baby was taken to Arnold Palmer Hospital for children and was in good condition. In October 2017, a baby girl was abandoned at the same apartment complex. That girl was found in a stairwell with a note that included a plea that the child be brought to a fire station for safe haven. Orlando police did not provide information on the third baby who was abandoned in the apartment complex in 2016. So three uh, babies and they're looking for the father. So after they're looking for the mother and the father. Okay. Uh, after the third baby I was... I had three testicles. 
school was found in July. The detective uh, submitted DNA from the children and learned that they share the same mother and father. Wow. The letter also requested funds for genealogy analysis to identify the parents of the children. In the letter, the detective wrote that several additional uh, familial matches were also discovered through DNA testing. Uh, in Florida, they have safe haven laws, by the way, and that allows parents to leave their unharmed newborns not more than a week old at a safe haven facility recognized by the state without fear of prosecution. So they could do that. Yeah, but, but they did them. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, and one last story, and I don't have much on this. It was mainly a video that I saw with a brief description of it. It's hilarious. A bunch of live crabs yes. broke out of a box on a luggage carousel oh and started wandering <laughs> around this airport. There looks to be like 30 of them. And they're pretty good size, too. Yeah. yeah. If you guys haven't seen the footage, it's the, it's the wildest thing. The person who posted the video to YouTube said, I was waiting for my suitcase at Linden Pindling International Airport in the Bahamas when one of the ice boxes opened when falling down with the suitcases. Uh, people had to block, and they all they ended up catching the crabs. But they're crawling. Casey, look at this. They're crawling uh, yeah, all over the airport. It's hilarious. <laughs> and they're just like, you know. I wonder if they were in, like, suspended animation, and and then they thawed or whatever. Well, it would, how would you ship them that way? Well, on ice. Yeah. And, and uh, usually. You can ship live crabs, right? Yeah. They, they become yeah. lethargic. Right. Uh, These aren't lethargic. Lobster do as well. So once they broke out, they probably, <laughs> you know, the warm air hit and they just, they started taking off. So we, it's so funny. They yeah. do walk funny, though. Yeah. And there you go. That is what I have. Stupid crabs. Just walking <laughs> funny. Uh, that's a bizarre file for you. <laughs> All right. So uh, starting on Monday, we are doing this thing called Isolation Idol. And yeah. uh, it's a chance to showcase your talents from the comforts of your own home while exercising social distancing. A lot of uh, famous artists have been doing this on their own. So we wanted to see what kind of talent is around here. We have been getting submissions for people to be considered for the contest. We're going through those. We're going to narrow it down to, I believe, 24 and we're going to do six a day uh, next week, Monday through Thursday. And each day we're going to give golden tickets to two people to be in the finals and perform live on Friday. And then then America decides. America to. or a general region around here. But we will judge for our finalists uh, and the people that get the golden tickets. But you're going to have to perform live on the air. So we wanted to test this out. One of the people that wanted to enter the contest is our intern, uh, Nick. He can't enter the contest. And he also was supposed to be performing in a play that obviously got canceled because of all this stuff. So he didn't get a chance to do it. So you know what? We're going to test out our audio system and have him perform from his home for us this morning just to see what it sounds like. This is wonderful. I'm so glad this is happening. Yeah. So, Nick, uh, can you hear me? Oh, yes, boy. I can hear you, Preston. How's it going? All right, good. Get, punch that up as high as it'll go, Casey. Uh, Nick, uh, so hey, where are you calling from, by the way? Where do you live? From the inside of my room, Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. In Drexel Hill. Okay, cool. It sounds like we have a slight delay. We're going to try yeah. and work these things out. That's part of why we're doing this system. Uh, you've, you've still actually been doing some work for the show while you've been at home, correct? Yes, I work for you guys on Mondays. I've been doing a lot. 
Excellent. So, yeah, we make sure that we archive everything and keep a log of, of what goes on in the show so for future reference. <laughs> Believe it or not, it matters to yeah, us. Yeah, and it actually it works yeah. because whenever we're talking about, oh, wait, when did we talk about or why did we talk about? We said something you know, stupid. Yeah. When was that? And then yeah, Marissa yeah. will, like, put in some keywords yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, and she'll figure out, you know, the date and time exactly of what we're talking about. Marissa, so, I would just want to make sure, is the volume all the way up on your phone? I, I don't want to mess is. with your phone. Okay, we're yeah. sure? Yeah, okay, yeah. all right, because I'd like to hear more volume. So would I, yeah. So, which is, I'm glad we're doing it. No, yeah, because this is, we want to be able to make sure that the performances are as intact as possible when we get on to them next week. So yep. uh, we basically are using you as a lamb for the slaughter. All right, so, Nick, what are you going to sing for us? I'm going to sing Your Song by Elton John. Ah, uh, that's a great selection. Are you playing piano as well? I wish I could. Okay, so you just... I don't, I don't you, know how to play piano. Are you singing a cappella? Yes. We'll take it. I love it. All right. Whenever you're ready, Nick, let's hear it. Uh, one one question, real quick question. Yes. Uh, does anyone need any coffee? No, <laughs> no, we're good. And by the way, by the way, Nick, you're not going to do the entire song. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's fine. Do, do like, you know, 30 seconds to a minute, something like that, okay? Yep. All right. Let's hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, here's intern Nick. It's a little bit funny. This feeling inside No one of those who can Easily hide Don't have much money But boy if I did I'd buy a big house with We both could live if I was a sculptor, but then again, no, or oh, a man who makes potions in a traveling shows, oh, I know it's not much, but it's the best I can do. My gift is my song, and this one's for you. And you can tell everybody this is your song. It may be quite simple, but now, now that it's done, I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind that I put down in words how wonderful life is. Well, you're in the world. There, there you go. go. And there, there you go. go. All right, Nick. Good job. Crowd loves it. Everyone's up on their feet. Uh, are we, are we going to critique him like we would for a uh, no. for a contestant? No, uh, not okay. unless he wants it. Uh, no. I was hoping that uh, Steve could do all three impressions of uh, <laughs> Randy Jackson, uh, Simon Cal, and Paul Abdul. All of them. At the they're, same they're, time? Yeah, at the same time. I have that, that ability, like the Siberian throat singers. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do that. Uh, no. Uh, Nick, thanks for uh, helping us test out the system, and we'll we'll work on uh, getting a little bit more volume out of that. But uh, we needed to do this, and I'm glad we did that. Nick, thanks for helping, dude. We appreciate it, buddy. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be on the show. Uh, shout out to everyone. Uh, I miss all of you. All right, likewise. All right. You're all a good man. Soon. There you go. Nick, right. everybody. Right. 
So we will get the uh, submissions uh, taken care of and uh, the finalists and everything for next week, and then we'll get that underway. It sounds the, the quality um, is is good, better than a lot of the other ones. So we'll tweak with it though. Rodney's on the case. When Rodney's on the case, it always ends up working out right. Yeah, he's working on it. So we'll uh, we'll bring that volume up, and uh, we will see. Uh, what kind of talent we get next week. By the way, you have two minutes left to enter the word win for MMR's Rock Refund. So you want to do that right now. It's a chance to win $500. So good luck to you. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're playing a game, that backwards game that we did a couple yeah! of weeks ago. We're calling it Bass Backwards. We're doing it with Preston and Steve Show themed phrases. Get ready to win some stuff. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. If you're looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom on Mother's Day. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The Why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. There's more to every story, if you take the time to tell it. Subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we're playing a contest. Right. This game is called Bass Ackwards. It was formerly known as Pandemic Spandemic. But there's nothing pandemic about this one. No, we had we had a lot of great feedback uh, from the contest where we did. I recorded uh, some words, saying them forward. We listened to them backwards, found out what they sounded like backwards. I said them backwards, and then you, anyway, I'll, I'll, we'll we'll demonstrate yeah. in a moment. But you, um, if you've heard us play rim job, you know exactly what we're talking about. So uh, we're going to do specifically. Preston and Steve show related words and phrases. Yes. 215-263-WMMR. I will play for you the version of me saying what it sounds like backwards, and then we reverse that. And you know what? We could do one right now if you want to, like we did last time. Let's do one. That's rip job, right. (laughs) So... Pick a word, any random word you guys want. I'll say it. We'll record it. We'll do. Can we do one live just to show how it works? Uh... I don't know if this is one that's already been taken. Do you want a phrase or just a word? A word that's, okay. yeah. You know what? Let me, uh, because I know what we've already recorded. Okay, yeah, no no precedent Steve Show stuff. Something, okay. Something oh, okay. random. Yeah, something, something rando. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Rambo? Rambo. <laughs> no, that's too short. How right. about uh, uh, how about something rando? Something rando. Something rando. Are you ready, Casey? Uh-huh. Something rando. Okay, so we'll hear what that sounds like. <laughs> Uh, and then I'll phonetically write it down, and we'll say it. And this is this is how this is the process. It actually takes a long time. It does to, you, you think a vaccine is difficult to put this together? Go ahead. What narrowing it must. Wow. What narrowing it must. What narrowing it must. Play the last part again. Uh, hang on. It's what nair. What it must. Play it again. Hold on. All right. What nair. What narrowing it must. Mm, yeah, must. What narrowing it must. Got it. Oh my, do you really? Wow. Yep. All right. What narrowing you must. Okay. okay. So that's supposed to be uh, something <laughs> random. Okay, here we go. All right, hang on. Oh, sorry. I'm going to. 
It won't be exactly like no, it. No, no. Sound, it it's will a... sound, it's supposed to sound something like it. Ballpark. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm ready. Go ahead. Summing random. Yeah, 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 that'll work, absolutely. It worked. So the way the contest would work is, Casey, we would play me uh, that backwards, saying, and you would have to figure out that that's something random. Right. Okay. A good piece of advice is listen to the last bit of what's said. And try to imagine that as the lead in the phrase you're going to try to guess. And uh, we'll allow a clue, I believe, correct? We were mm-hmm. we were actually pretty good with the clues last time. Yeah. So uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. Can I hear something, Rand? Or never mind. You, you've oh, you want to hear it again? Yeah, 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 just one more time. I think you could do better, actually. Do I you? could, but I'm, I'm not going to. It's too much. Yeah. Work. Summing rando. Summing, summing <laughs> rando. The, the th is yeah. lost in there. Something yeah. rando. Yes, nerd. All right. Uh, so we had some fun recording these the other day. In fact, Casey and I were just sitting here cracking up while we were doing it. Because, <laughs> this video, right? Because you, re- yeah. Yeah, you yeah. record it. You say it. At first, you got to listen to it and write it down. Some of them are very complex, and you have to write down all these weird, <laughs> um, you know, phonetics. Yeah. And, uh and then I go, and then I record it, and then when you hear it back, you're like, okay, how did it go? And then it plays back, and we were laughing our asses awesome. off, man. Yeah. Well, because it's, like it's, like it's like a found gem. It's like, uh, we did it! I did it! All right, uh, so let's go to the phones. Get some contestants on the line. We have a few different things uh, to give away, so I will go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Or that's on. Ooh. <laughs> ah! I wish I knew what that was. Uh, no sad bro. Play back. No, no sad bro. <laughs> That's right. a good one. So we're going to play a Preston and Show themed word or phrase. <laughs> and if you can identify it by the way it is said backwards, we will set you up with a prize, okay? Are you just cutting Steve out of the show at this point? He, he did it again. He said Preston <laughs> and Show themed. What did I say? You said Preston and Show. Preston and Steve show theme. I don't know where my head is at. Uh, um, so real quick, Preston. No, um, it's a Preston in the show. It's I'm, I'm adding you guys in there. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Um, I don't know which order you want to go in. So I don't care. Okay, all right, yeah, cool. you can just give me one. All right, all right. are you ready, Mike? Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. All right, listen closely. Here we go. Hey, girl, was I'd with Yiddy all bidiros? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that sounds like a march. <laughs> all right, hang on. I'll play it again, and then we'll we'll see what you think about guessing, and then uh, then we'll we'll give you a clue. All right, here we go. here we go one more time. Hey, girl, was I'd with Yiddy all bidiros? <laughs> 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 If you were to guess, Mike, what do you think that would be? Uh, I don't even have a guess. You don't have a guess? No. Okay. This is something that callers will say sometimes when they call in. I'll play it again for you. Here we go. Hey, girl, was I with Yiddy all bidiros? I can't. I think it's pretty good at this play of time, too. Um... Remember Preston's clue? Yeah. No, I got nothing. Nothing. All right. Sorry, man. We'll try three different callers. And uh, let's go to Frank. Hey, Frank. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, bud. Okay, so let me play that for you again, okay? Okay, cool. Here we go. Hey, girl, was I with Yiddy all bidiros? All right. And remember, if you want to text him what you think the answer is, yeah. that, that could be fun. <laughs> uh, so, Frank, do you have a guess? Wow. 
uh, I, uh, it sounds like I want to say so, social distancing, but I know it's not the theme. Right. No, we're doing we're doing a, yeah the, the show stuff. I know. Uh, and, and it's something Preston said. The clue was something listeners say when they call in. Oh, thank you. I didn't hear that. Um, I'll play it again while you're thinking of it. I'll play, I'll play it again while you're thinking of it. Casey, reset it, please. Yep. Agar was eyed with Yiddy all bidros. You got to take a guess, bud. A lot, of people, a lot of people are getting it on the text. Crap. They're better than me. I got nothing. All all right, right, so. They're not better than you. They just got this one. All right. Let's go to one more. I got a Kevin. Hey, Kev. Uh, hey. Good hey. Morning. What's that? Good morning. Oh, good, good morning. morning. Right. Kevin, zero. No, uh, here it is. I'm going to play for you one more time. Here we go. Hagar was eyed with Yidial Bidiros. Okay, callers say that when they call in. What is it? I don't know. I'm having a tough time with this one. God, nobody's wow. even guessing. Oh, yes, man. Right. Forget it. Right. I mean, uh, okay. Let's. You want to hear what it is? Do you want to do it? You want to do a texter? Can we do a texter? Well, Marissa's is going to have to handle that because I think this one is actually is is pretty easy, and someone should win on this. There's loads of people texting. Of course, that have all gotten it correct. So, and you, your clue helps. Yeah, the clue helps a lot. You could at least take a stab at it. Yeah, if you know what people say when they call in. So, Marissa's is going to grab a, a texter. Get them on the line, and the, we will we will give away a prize. The mechanics of this yeah. that make it tough is because a lot of times when things are said, there's a an expulsion of air that has to be back in when you're doing it on yeah. the reverse. Hey, Nick or Kathy, do you guys have any idea, any guesses as to what it is? This one, I don't. I don't. I don't know I this one. A, I have a guess, but only on. Because of his clue. All but right. write, write it down write it and hold down it up to the uh, FaceTime screen. All right. We're going to go to uh, Joanne. Hi, Joanne. How you doing? Uh-huh. I'm good. I'm great. Excellent. So, Joanne, what am I saying in that uh, in that clip? Sorry to bother you at work. Well, let's listen to the tape and find out. Casey, can you back it up for us, please? Yep. All right. This is what it said. This that was my guess, by the way. Okay. Let's see. And obviously it is because I'm playing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I hitting the button? Yeah, yeah hit the button. Okay. Sorry to bite you does it work. Play it again, Case. Sorry to bite you does it work. Everything definitely, that's why Top Secret nailed it years ago. Everything sounds Swedish. All right, Case, what do we have for Joanne? All right, well, Joanne, here's the, your, your choices are beer, a superhero movie, or a uh, drama movie. A drama movie. All right, so All right. I'm going to give you a digital download of Just Mercy, Mercy, starring uh, Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, and Brie Larson. It's based on a powerful and inspiring true story that follows young lawyer uh, Brian Stevenson, who actually had here in studio, and his history-making battle for justice to defend an innocent man. You can own it on uh, digital movie now and Blu-ray um, starting now. All right, hang on, Joanne. Sorry to buy you to you now as it works. Sorry to bother you guys as it works. All right, uh, let's do it again. Yes! Yeah. All right, our next caller up uh, taking a stab at a fresh one is going to be John. Hi there, John. Oh, it's okay. Uh, it's, it's all right. Okay, it's babies. All right. Not everyone can guess these things. All right. <laughs> all right. This is one of the longer ones. I'm going to play it for you, see what you think, and then I'll give you a clue. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Let's right. do it. Preston and Steve show theme <laughs> phrases or words. Here we go. Her wash, ividites, zivnish nilalt. 
<laughs> All right, I'll play it again. Listen closely. Her wash, if it dies, zivs nish nilalt. All right, uh, John, you probably have no idea, right? Yeah, I'm going to need a clue. All right, so this one was actually uttered by a listener that we play a recorded clip of from time to time. Okay, can I hear it again? Yep, here we go. Her wash, if it dies, zivs nish nilalt. It's the super plane. Man. It's a, it's something that a listener said that we play a clip of from time to time. Is it I have three testicles? No. It is not. That's a good guess. That's a great guess. Very yeah. good guess. Sorry, John. Uh, we'll go next to Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey, good morning, Gadzooks. Gad- hey, hey, good morning, Gadzooks. To you, too, sir. All right, so uh, you heard the clue. I'm going to play. The- did you hear the clue, by the way? I did, and I was going to guess the same as uh, John. All right, then think about another one while I play this. Here we go. Her wash, evidites, zivs nish nilalt. Zivs nish nilalt. Ray. Oh, my gosh. There's some uh, textures that are getting it right. Mm-hmm. Mm. I got nothing. There's, oh, there's, Sorry, buddy. There's bizarrely just a sound in it yeah. that sounds like a word. Yeah. That is that would give you a clue. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I do. Um, I, I have a question though. If you are listening on the app, yeah. do you have the ability to reverse and listen in reverse? Because sometimes I know that you can listen in like it's double time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double time and stuff like that. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Let's go next to Dustin. Hey Dustin. Oh no. Hi. <laughs> Dustin doesn't oh, sound no. excited. About right. this particular one. All right, just think about the clue. It's a, you know something a listener initially said, and Steve will play the clip from time to time, and here's me saying it backwards. Her wash, evidites, zivznish nilalt. Oh, God. Um, I haven't the slightest idea. All right, oh, so let's get a text there, Marissa. There's lots of people that are getting this correct, and if we can uh, get one of, them on, one of them on the line, we'll uh, reveal... What that is. While she's taking the time to get them on the line, I'll remind you, MMR Rock Refund, another shot at that coming up at 10 a.m. Don't miss it. We got a lot of stuff the latter part of the show today. Jammed. Number of guests are going to be joining us, and uh, hopefully you can stick around for all that because we're going to have our buddy Kate Flannery on, first of all. We tried to have her on a week or so ago, and um, <laughs> she forgot what time it was or something like that. But time time uh, zones. She forgot which time zone she was in. Uh, she's coming up. So let's get our caller. It is Anthony. Anthony? Yes, sir, Preston. All right, buddy. So what was I saying in that clip? All I did was get out of the shower. He's right. Yeah. All I did was get out of the shower. Hang on a second, Anthony. And I'm going to play the clip. This is what it sounds like when we roll it back. Small engines, be scared to be shower. <laughs> That's a tough one. It was really hard to do. Play it again. All right, here we go. Small engines, be scared to be shower. <laughs> so here's the actual clip. All I did was get out of the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shower. Small engines, be scared to be shower. All I did was get out of the shower. Small engines, be scared to be shower. All I did was get out of the shower. <laughs> All right, uh, let me get Anthony back on. What are we giving him, Case? Uh, it's up to Anthony. We got beer and, and uh, fun movie or dramatic movie. 
I'll go with beer. All right. We got a case of Sly Fox Bowl Pulin IPA bursting with citra and mosaic hops that provides notes of stone fruit and mango. This easy drinking IPA is a must for your quarantine stockpile. You can also order your favorite bites and brews at SlyFoxBeer.com, available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. Hang on did, the line, buddy. Did you notice by happenstance, Preston, as you said it, you it, it, it you heard wash? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And shower, and yeah, it yeah, all yeah. ties in together. All right. Let's get another one up and running. And our next caller is going to be Heather. Hi, Heather. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? All right, Heather. Uh, Case, you got one queued up. I am. We can do that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Heather, let me play the clip for you, and if you need a clue, I'll give it to you. you ready? Yes. All right. Here we go. Head elves at Werbnesswin. I'll play it again, then I'll give you the clue. Head elves that were Think you need a clue, Heather? Oh, yeah, I need a clue. <laughs> <laughs> this is mainly uttered uh, on this day of the week that we are at right now. It's a phrase that we will utter for the most part on this day of the week that we are in right now. It's Friday, but that's not what it is. Um... Damn, I knew the other two. Here's the clip again. Head elves that were I'm drawing a blank, guys. All right. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. Wrong button. Uh, We'll go to Valerie. Hey, Valerie. Hey, how you doing? Wonderful. Valerie, you need to hear that and the clue again, or do you know what it is? Uh, Yes, please. I would like to hear it again. Okay, here we go. Head elves that were and it's usually said on this day of the week that we're in right now. Do you have any more clues? No. No, that's like the best clue. You're it, it's have. a really good clue because it's, yeah, it, yeah, today is the day we utter that the most. I I can't, I, I have no idea. Okay. I think, John? No, well, that's Ray a good guess, though, but that, that happens virtually every day. The uh, it take Again, take the last sound that you're hearing, reverse that, and at least that will give you a bit of a clue. Towards the phrase, it's just it's a it's a shorter phrase. I'll play it for Brett uh, when he's on. Hey, Brett, are you there? What am I talking about? Ah, yes, ah. All right, so <laughs> listen closely and keep in mind the clue. This is usually said on this day of the week that we're in right now. Head elves that were Nesswin. Uh, have a great weekend. No, yeah, sorry, bud. No, no Marissa, give me a texter on the line because we're going to let somebody guess who uh, we have lots of people that are getting it correct. All right, so it is Mike that we're going to go to. Hey, Mike. Hey, Preston. Hey, Mike. So this. And Alfstit Werbnesswin. What is that if we play it backwards? No sad, bro. Yeah. Is there a little more to it? Mike? Yes. Is there a little more to that? No, Sab, bro. It's Friday. That's yeah! what we're looking for. Yeah! Yeah! Here, here it is. Listen. Here we go. No, Sab, bro. It's Friday. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Mike, hang on the line. We got a prize for you, Case. What are we going to set him up with? We have a digital download of Birds of Prey. You can enter the mayhem. The ultimate edgy anti-hero Harley Quinn joins forces. <laughs> With Birds of Prey to take down Gotham's most uh, nefarious and narcissistic villain. That's Black Mask. You can own it now uh, on the digital movie now. All right. No oh. sign, bro. It's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> 
Preston, I'm skipping ahead to my favorite one that we did. All right. I like it. We'll go to Amy next. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Amy. I'm going to play a clip for you. You might not need a clue on this one, okay? Okay, I knew the last one, and it was like, darn. Oh, okay. Well, then you might be just as lucky this time. How long have you been listening <laughs> to the show, Amy? Oh, gosh, um, a long time. All right, all right. I, I think over 40 years. I think you will. Wow, 40 well, years. Seeing that we've only been on for a little over 20, that's well, wild. We, we were mostly doing ventriloquism. All right, so if uh, you might not need a clue. I'm curious, so listen closely. Here we go. Okay. We new goddess of you. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty easy. Kathy, do you know what it is? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to hear it again? Listen closely. Here we go. Weedif's new goddess of you. Oh, man. I have no idea what's going on. Well, she's, she gets a clue. You do okay, get a yes. clue. All right. It was said by a member of the Preston and Steve show. With an immense amount of joy. All I can think of is thank God it's Friday. <laughs> thank God it's Friday. No, no, no. <laughs> these are these are. This is not a stand. This is a phrase that is that is just germane to the Preston and Steve show. It's yes. just something. It's one of our phrases. Weedif's new goddess of you. Man, everybody's getting it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anymore. All right. Sorry. Oh, we tried. We tried. I didn't think anybody would need a clue on that. Right. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Wee! Guess what I get to do? There yeah. it is. That's it. Yes. Joe, you got it right. Hang on. And this is what it sounds like. Here we go. You ready with this? All right. Wee! This is Nick, I did my best to make it sound like you. Yeah, the ending. The uh-huh. ending is perfect. All right, here Play we... the, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> now play uh, play it with the reverse. Just right, so you right, pick the, old, the other yeah. one. Here we go. Weedif's new goddess of you. And then. That one was kind of hard to do. I'm sure. Yeah, because it's there's really no. The whole we is is a difficult thing. Yeah, and I can't get up as high as he does voice-wise. Case, what are we going to set Joe up with? Joe, we have a case of the Sly Fox Volpulin IPA. It's bursting with citron mosaic hops that provides notes of stone fruit and mango. This easy-drinking IPA is a must for your quarantined stockpile. You can order your favorite bites and brews at slyfoxbeer.com. It's available, available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. All right, let's do another one, and I will go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Yeah, what's up? All right, buddy, you ready to play the game? we got a fresh one for you. All right, let's hear it. All right, listen closely. I'll play it for you first. We'll try it without a clue, and uh, if you need one, we'll give it to you. Here we go. Swoznag. (laughs) It's short. All right, it's one word. I will tell you that. All right, here we go, Kevin. Swoznag. You need, you need a, it's easy. Do you need a clue? Yeah, I need a clue. Uh, it is by far the most uttered word by our listeners when they call in. Um, Preston and Steve show centric word. Um, 
Thank God it's Friday. No. <laughs> yeah, no clue. Wow. Okay. Thanks, oh, buddy. That alone. I know. If you were just to do that without the sound, it'd be an obvious. All right. We'll go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Is that your answer? Hey. That's that's my. That's how common the goddamn thing is. I know. Hang on, Mike. Nice job, by the way, bud. This is it. This is what it sounds like when you uh, play it the other way. Again, Zeus. <laughs> the the K S is yeah. hard to get. Uh, so that's why it sounds like Gad Zeus. <laughs> Again, Zeus. It's hard to do. Alright, Case, what are we going to give Mike? Uh, Mike, you got a digital download of Birds of Prey. Uh, it is available now on Digital Movie Now. Uh, give us one you think landed it the most. Mm, I can't even remember. One that I did what? That, that, what? that landed it the most. Uh, That's hard to say. That was rim job level. Um, <laughs> when do you hear that phrase? Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll try this. Uh, I'll go to I'll go to Doug. Hey, Doug. You guys are sick. <laughs> sick. Sick. All right, sick. Doug, I'm gonna play this for you. You'll probably need a clue. So listen. Here we go. Hawaii Bunny. <laughs> I'll i play it again. Here we go. Hawaii Bunny. And I'm gonna give you a clue. Okay, Doug. All right. Remember, these are phrases that are phrases or words that are uttered on the Preston and Steve show, and it's just something that that you hear regularly. It's a woman's name. Oh, jeez. Hawaii Bunny. Yeah, back it up, Casey. I'm sorry. Hawaii Bunny. Annabelle. Yeah! 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 You did it, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on a second, and this is what uh, what it sounds like when you reverse it. Yeah, no, meow. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Because I tried to make it sound, yeah. when I said it forward, I go, Annabelle, like that. And then this is me trying to pronounce it phonetically when you reverse that. Yeah, no, meow. Yeah, no, My name's Carol Chitty. Yeah, no, meow. All right, Case, what are we going to give him? All right, so, Doug, you have our final case of Sly Foxville Pulin IPA. We don't have any more to give away this week. Uh, so it is bursting with citron mosaic hops. You can also order your favorite bites and brews at slyfoxbeer.com, and it's available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, yeah, let's do... Uh... I was going to do the one I was on oh, because it's kind of longer. All right. We did this one already, though. No, we didn't. Did we? Yeah, we, that's the first one we did. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, okay, whichever one you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to Jake, I believe, is who we're going to get on. Hey, Jake, how you doing? Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> hey. You cool cats and kittens. F and Carol Baskin. All right, uh, real quick, Preston. This one or this one? Uh, which I, we can do that one. Okay. Yeah, that, I think that one's a little more fun. All right. All right, listen closely, Jake. Here is the clip. Say snip, bit. I'll play it again, and I'll give you a clue if you need it. Here we go. Say snip, bit. Wow. Is that one word? No. It's two words, and Jake... When people say this, they get a response from the show. I know what it is. I'll play it again. Oh, hey, bitches. Yeah! 
Let me play play that again, Case. I'm sorry, backwards. Sorry. So uh, this is how it starts off. Say snip, and then you, re- you reverse that, and it sounds like this. Hey, benches. Oh, hey, that was good. Benches. We have to do a, a collective. Hey, what? The rest yes, of yeah. we right. can do it. You're right. Hey, benches. So what we'll do is. Uh, we'll record that the other way, spell it out phonetically, and yeah. then we'll all have to do it together. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's going to be hard, but we we can't. We're not going to do it right now. No, but, no. But we can do but that. We're, we're professionals. Yes. Hey, benches. <laughs> yeah. You know what it sounds like? Yes. It sounds like somebody who who has not had their uh, their cleft palate uh, surgery yet uh, repaired. Yes. Yes. Hey, benches. I was thinking somebody like not to sound mean, but somebody with like hearing damage, like not be you know like a like Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty close. Hey, benches. I, I, or I, the stalker. I think I, I might have got. Yeah, right. Hey, benches. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. I think that I that one I probably that's probably the best one. That's the closest. Yeah. Hey, benches. And and that was this. Um, Say snip, Biff. <laughs> Say snip, man. <laughs> you've said it all. When yep. you say snip, yeah, you've said say it all. Snip, man. Snip, man. Hey, benches. All right. It doesn't beat this one, though. Which Reedus one? Reedus New Goddess is here. Yeah. And this is one of those games you either love or you hate. Oh, yeah. So uh, hopefully you love it. All right, and there you go. That's Bass Ackwards. Yeah. Thanks for playing along. We appreciate it. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. And thus begins our cavalcade of guests. Kate Flannery, astronaut, uh, astronaut Mike Misamino, <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure, and Tom Everett Scott from The Wonders. All of them, or I should say that thing you do, but in the band The Wonders, All of them coming up. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. MMR's Rock Refund. Kim, do you have something to say? I just won $500 on MMR. Tune in weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. For those who enter via our mobile app or our website, there's a $10,000 grand prize. That's awesome. MMR's Rock Refund. $500, seven times a day. Oh, my God, thank you. Brought to you by A&T Subaru. Subarus always cost less in Sellersville. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I love you guys. We are going to talk to uh, astronaut Mike Messamino in a little while. We are going to have Tom Everett Scott from the movie That Thing You Do, Guy from the movie, you know, The Wonders. The, basically the uh, the main lead. Yep. We're also going to talk to Candace Cameron Bure in a little while. So we got a lot to get to before the end of the show. And on the line right now, one of our favorite people, Twinkle Toes, yes. uh, is going to be joining us. She is calling back. We were supposed to talk to her last week. There's a, well, let's just ask her what that was all <laughs> Whatever the hell happened. Our good friend and Philadelphia native, Kate Flannery. Yay! How are you, Kate? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. How about you guys? We're doing great. We're doing as good as you can, you know, with the, the current yeah. circumstances. But uh, what happened with um, our scheduled call early, last you know week? Uh, all I can tell you is there's uh, time and space have completely changed over the last few weeks. That's all I'm uh, tell you. <laughs> are you having a hard time, like most people are, just even knowing what day it is? 
A little bit, yeah. I okay. Mean, I, I yeah, and it's you know I and I got to tell you, I, I Corona beer has never been cheaper. I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was that initial fear. Oh, so uh, you were hungover. Yes. <laughs> I stocked up on it, man. I, I've got a couple cases at home, so. <laughs> Someday, someday it'll be worth something. I don't know, but right now it ain't worth much, right? <laughs> yeah, no. And in fact, uh, yeah. Well, listen, it, it's uh, it's one of those. We throughout the history, there've been some uh, inopportune um, uh, uh, product, product names, names. Yeah. Uh, you know. But uh, listen, it's it's still uh, it has. Of course, people know it has nothing to do with the damn uh, COVID virus. But but oh, as, no. as far as you're you're going. Uh, and as far as you're doing, I see you, you're posting a lot on social media, obviously, uh, and and you were involved with uh, um, uh, you doing your your own sort of a podcast stuff and things that you're, you're appearing on, like John Krasinski's podcast as well. Yes, uh, not yet, but uh, at some point, yeah. yeah. I mean, I because yeah, I just well, and I just did a little thing for Office Ladies, right, um, right, Jenna, and uh, yeah, I'm going to do a little bit more. I think, um, I, I yeah, I think. Uh, I think the, they have an episode that's that's dropping today. Uh, dropping that, today, okay. That, um, that I have a small part in. I'll be a little bit more heavily involved later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I've actually been busy. It's it's weird. Um, I just did a, a a Zoom sing along for a bunch of kids in the hospital, uh, in like six different hospitals for um, an organization called Lollipop Theater. Jack Black did it the day before I did, and. Um, uh, and yeah, it's really fun. It's just you know we're just like co- trying to connect with the uh, people who are um, a lot worse off than us. So you know, I'm, I I don't know. I mean, this is this is you know we're on Mars, you guys. This is so crazy, and it's hard to wrap my head around. I mean, I was actually on the road with Dancing with the Stars, and, yeah. Um, uh, since January, and then in March, like we just got pulled. It was just kind of like, whoa, what's going on? We well, were doing meet and greets every day, shaking those hands. <laughs> yeah, we were doing likewise. Yeah, we had a whole bunch of uh, events leading up to it. I'm surprised that the cast of Dancing with the Stars not considered essential employees. Mm. <laughs> I know, crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, for some reason, we are. So go figure. I love that you guys are. I mean, I know it's it's a lot to ask that you guys are in the studio, but I love that you guys are doing it because it really does. You guys are the normal. You are the new normal. <laughs> <laughs> we are the harbingers of a new world order. Uh, the new normal. Yeah. No. No. It it, it is. It's so true. It's so important. You know. It's like the world is sp- still spinning. If, if WMMR, if, if Preston and Steve are so on, then, then no. <laughs> there we Look go. At you. She did it. Even in a pandemic. <laughs> The potty mouth is there. Giving us a good compliment, and then she curses, and we don't even get to hear it on the radio. The flattery switch. Everybody's thinking it. You're all thinking it. <laughs> yeah, well, we just were biding our time. Frankly, if you want to talk about a sense God. of normalcy, you cursing is really what makes yeah. us feel at home. Well, you got to give the people what they want. I, I couldn't do it for the kids in the hospital. I, I shut my mouth with it. You, it up for you, guys. you didn't drop an F bomb for the kids in the hospital. Oh my god! No, I tried to say. No, it's good though. But I so let me ask you: What's your level of um, technical um, skill? Uh, so you know, you doing the Zoom and doing all that stuff and FaceTime and you know and computers and recording from home and all that. Do you have the capabilities? Do you know what you're doing? My ring light uh, uh, appeared on my doorstep three weeks ago. I just got a microphone yesterday. (laughs) There you go. You got it. Ring lights and mics are selling like crazy (laughs) right now. I, who am I? An influencer? What do I? What am I? Sixteen? I want. I want to see your. Yeah, I want to see your TikTok video with the push-up bra. That's got to be the. (laughs) 
Well, I, I am trying to encourage people to move because that was definitely my message on uh, Dancing with the Stars, especially for, you know, for people over 40. It's like, if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually did. I got to do 43 of my 54 shows. I, I had more uh, more shows on the road than anybody, uh, than the other celebs doing the tour, which was amazing. So I got to host it at uh, Radio City, which was insane. Wow. Oh, my God. That I, I don't care. You know, people can can blow that place off, but you you go in and you look at it. It's amazing. It's awe inspiring. It's just it's, incredible. It's really crazy. And I used to I used to wait tables at a restaurant like uh, two blocks away. So I was like, hey, <laughs> like you made it. And, I like, and, then, and then I got to host it uh, at um, uh, uh, the Grand Old Opry, which was so fun. Wow. That's just crazy. So wow. fun. But at Radio City, Hannah Brown, uh, the Bachelorette, she she made a little cameo appearance. She she uh, she joined us for that show, which was. Pretty crazy. Right, well, she's got some serious fans, man. She Woo! does. Yeah, and yeah. and while she's doing all the this sort of stuff, I'd really feel better if she was turning her skills on coming up with a vaccine because I think she's <laughs> she may be the whole we're looking the best. A lot high expectation of the bachelorette. My God. You know, so, I actually made a joke of every show. I said she doesn't know how to date, but she does know how to dance. Okay. <laughs> are, are you in the best shape of your life right now, Kate? I, I think I am. Yeah. And, you know, it's like all dressed up and nowhere to go. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you're, all, you're in great shape, and then you're stuck in your house for months. <laughs> I mean, you, you really, honestly, what, what do you do just for a thrill? Do you put on, like, some, some short shorts and go shopping at the uh, the Acme with your mask on just to, <laughs> just to take, take the new butt out for a spin? <laughs> if we had Acme out here, I would. But we don't. <laughs> I, did, I did order. An, I, I actually have an elliptical. I, I got one. Uh, I didn't know the gyms were going to close. It was, like, my one thing that I was going to, you know, like the tr- the treat, I can't believe I'm saying that that was a treat after yeah. the tour. But I just wanted to stay in shape, so I, I'm on the elliptical a lot. But some of it's just for anxiety because I don't know about you guys, but this this whole thing is just it's you know I just want to go to the shore, you know I just want to hang out. Yeah, well you and know, just, and that's something that they're going to start to to bring back in because honestly, if if you you know, being out and about and getting out just adds so much to your mental state. Like a sunny day, yes. the sun's out right now. It does make a difference. We know this will end, and we know that we're going to get through it. But every little thing, as you said, that sort of telegraphs normalcy gets us there quicker. And uh, but yeah, so but you know, it's, it's weird. So I assume that that you you must have a number of summer homes that you travel to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The number would be one, and it's Ocean City, and it's my dad's house. But yes, yeah. Oh, there we go. How are they doing, by the way? Yeah, uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple sisters uh, that are. Uh, my one sister came in from Chicago to be with my dad too. So, so there's a few people in the house, you know, place with him. So he's doing great. He's in, he's in Philly. He's, uh, but yeah, he's he's good. My dad turned 96 in December, so he's like. And let me tell you, he was a he was a prisoner of war in World War II for over a year. Prisoner, of war. so this is nothing for yeah. him. Like, he's enjoying himself. Trust me, this is like, he, he he wasn't doing yeah. uh, Uber Eats while he was in his prison uh, camp there. <laughs> nope, not that day. No, yeah, no. my my dad was World War II yeah. as, as well, and and uh, and the whole thing. And they're they're just a different breed. And he's you know, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely. it's amazing stuff. So they are, they're amazing human beings. I got yeah. Good model, good role model for sure. So even though you're out, and, even though you're out and about, and you obviously you, you have your your stuff that's going on, I think in some way you probably impress me as a little bit of a, of a homebody. Would that be correct? Uh, it would, although I feel like I haven't been home. You know, because even at the month of December, I, I tour with Jane Lynch because of our Christmas album. Right. So I feel like I, I haven't been home much really in like the last two years. I, I, it's just I've just been traveling a lot for work, so I'm I am kind of happy to be home. Uh, it's 
you know, I I didn't expect to go through every single drawer and closet, but here we are. You were away, yeah. you were away for about two years. Did you say? Yeah. It, wow. Yeah, it's, I've been in and out. Like yeah. I, I've had like at least two weekends a month that I've been out of town for like Jeez. the last you know two years. It's been except for when I was done dancing from the stars, and even when I was home, I wasn't home because I was just fried. So so John Krasinski's doing his his prom thing tonight. Um, you know, yes. which is is his virtual prom. Are, are 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 you doing anything with that? Because I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, that'd be right up your alley. Uh, that's all right. He's got he's got a lot of you know a lot of get a lot of. He's got a big corral. Don't worry. All right. All right. I know Nick had kind of hinted to you about maybe, you know, putting in a good word for us and getting him on, and he said you blew him off. (laughs) (laughs) Like you Uh, didn't even acknowledge what he said. I don't even have – well, I I, I do what I – I got to pick my battles. This is a straight shot. Yeah. Listen. All right. Sorry, Nick. Well, here's then. If if you can't do us a Krasinski, (sighs) can you rock us a Tom Hanks? <laughs> That's what you just, Nick. You should have just sent her back crickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, part of our job is to try to get as many guests on as we can, and so we're asking friends to ask our friends. And I would sure. never ask Kate to do anything she's not comfortable doing ever, ever. I love Kate to death. So I, 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 I no. And besides, well, with Kate Flannery, I think the person you'd want to get to her the most obvious is Cardi B. <laughs> that was the next <laughs> ask. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's. I mean, I, I was gonna say I can get you Karamo, but that's the idea. <laughs> hey, are you are you doing a that's right. a thing tonight? Is it a cameo thing with the Office cast? I am, I am. Yeah, this is just a few of us. It's uh, it's uh, Brian Baumgartner who played Kevin, yes, and Oscar Nunez, and I am Melora Hardin. Okay. And I think Leslie David Bacon, Baker. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if Les is doing it. Yeah. I wanted to ask about Captain Carl's Institute of the Abnormally Bizarre. Is, is this <laughs> is this an extension of the Captain Carl character from Pee Wee's Playhouse? Uh, no, it is not. Okay. But but wait, they were up all night coming up with the title for this one, right? I'm sorry. I always hate when like <laughs> too too confusing. It's too confusing. Right. Yeah, that's just a, that's a project I did a few years ago, and it keeps showing up on IMDb, and I don't I don't know what has become of it. So it, it's not. Interesting. It's one of these. So it's it's in perpetual. It, it's been, what what do they yes. call? It? Yeah, on the uh, on the shelf or, or uh, in limbo. Exactly. Pro- yeah, production exactly. hell. Exactly. All right. Yes. Like a lot of my career until I got the office. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? You got the office. And, I did. Uh, yeah. I did. So for Christ's sake, it's never been more popular. It's crazy. Yeah, hey, so Kate. True. Have you have you and uh, uh, Jane Lynch been in touch during the the quarantine? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we actually had to postpone some shows, uh, unfortunately. Um, we were supposed to play Texas. And, uh, uh, yeah, 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 we just spoke yesterday. No, and, and it's funny because I've, I've been in touch with a bunch of people from uh, – actually, oh, the other thing is that if all things work out, Jane Lynch and I are supposed to be in Philly uh, for a Christmas show um, in December Ooh. at the New City Winery. So I'm oh. hoping that works out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'd love to have you guys by for sure. Hopefully that'll yeah, work that out. Be, that would be fantastic. And um, but do you, yeah, do you take this time, this kind of downtime, to to work on new material, or are you just um, yeah, yeah, okay. a little bit. Yeah, All right. if you if you follow my Instagram, I've been uh, I've been playing the piano a little bit and uh, singing a little bit. On you know, I'm working on some new stuff. I had a fantastic, brilliant uh, version of uh, Dave Brubeck's Take Five that I uh, uh, hit up, that I tried to do the other day. Okay. <laughs> I finally figured out the great bridge. song. I'm posting it. Yeah, it's an old jazz tune for uh, all the kids under uh, under uh, yeah under forty who don't know what the hell that is, right? <laughs> I, th- I think I think I, I see a, I see a young Kate Flannery in a, in a beat Nick bar with the <laughs> yeah <laughs> with the beret on and the whole thing. <laughs> You'd be right at well, home. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, you know what? I was born too too late, actually. I, if, yeah, I, I, I should have been born in 1935. I would have been right on time, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, 1935. But, uh, that, that, yeah, Dave Brubeck is one of my absolute favorites. I used to listen to Take 5 all the time. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I mean, literally, it's like sort of like, was that a good idea to post that? Well, too late. It's already yeah. up. I already uh, did it. Uh, pe- there are people who are doing, and we're we're sort of doing our own sort of talent search next week. Uh, and there are people I think who are having that same decision. And I think you're getting more and more people going, "Ah, what the hell? I'll just post it." You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> just oh, to- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's being embarrassed around the world for whatever they're putting up, so it's okay. That's yeah, all good. Well, it- Seen out of the uh, celebrity, you know, uh, ego, which is great because you know some people I think were overly confident with their uh, their, their personal charm. You know, <laughs> overly confident with their personal charm—that's a great way to put it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, right? yeah. I, we, yeah. Uh, what I love is seeing uh, people who are so used to seeing in pristine condition, you know, just yes. the absolute best. Now with the uh, the roots showing and the. <laughs> All of that stuff. Not me, baby. I <laughs> yeah. have more red dye in my closet. You have no idea. <laughs> I'm not, nope. I'm not. No, I'm. 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 I'm not messing around. Yeah. No. Oh. Kate, How are I, you guys? Oh, yeah. listen, I need oh. to ask you this because we've been asking all of our celebrity friends, and we've been surprised at the amount of people that have said yes to this. Uh, for some reason. Everyone is making banana bread while they've been in quarantine. <laughs> have you made any banana bread? It's so funny because I have two bananas that are on the way out, and I was thinking about it. Uh, Close enough. Uh, there you go. That's all the men, honestly. Yeah. A banana bread adjacent. Banana With, bread adjacent. So yeah. we have to assume that because of the pandemic, mass hysteria has caused us all to turn to banana bread. Mm-hmm. It has to be because everybody, everybody is talking about it. So it is the food stuff, I, I guess, that we're that will get us through all this. Yeah. It, this is a this is a comfort. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, we're all little bananas. If you're gonna, you know, I mean, but, I've been bananas for years. But you're staying in such good shape, you can't eat a lot of banana bread. So we we know what your yes. story is. You're, you're on a, you're, I assume you're eating like the when they trained for the movie Three Hundred. You're doing almonds, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> right. I take a I take a lot of supplements. Uh, <laughs> Creatine. I actually, I actually, I eat a lot of a lot of kale. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's so boring. Oh my god, I just want to get you know. I want. I want. I'm waiting for Hoagie Fest at Wawa. <laughs> yes, we all are. Yeah, for crazy. That's, that's a summertime thing for and sure. That, that's a sign of normalcy. Yes, yeah. it is. I right. Oh my god, <sighs> cannot wait. Cannot all right. Wait. Oh well, god. listen, Kate. We just want to check in, see how things are. Absolutely, and uh, we'll chat again soon. Uh, I'm sure, well yeah. before December, when you plan on coming into Philly. But uh, hang in there, gal. And thanks you for see you guys. And thanks for not. Disappointing by dropping an S bomb. Yeah. <laughs> this morning. Hey. We love you. What the hell? Love yes. You guys, you hang in there. All right. Thank All you, right. Kate Flannery. Kate Flannery. Love her. She's, She's awesome. awesome. Yep. Absolutely. Um, all right, so we're taking a break. We're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to take a break? Well, the reason being we have we have a, a number of guests coming up, and I want to make sure normally we don't break this early in the 9 o'clock hour, but we're going to go ahead and do it because uh, we got some great guests on the way. Tom Everett Scott from That Thing You Do is going to be joining us, also, also Candace Cameron Bure, and uh, astronaut Mike Massimino. Really cooling chance we get uh, to talk to an astronaut. 30th uh, year of the Hubble telescope. Yeah, so there's a special coming out, and he's going to promote that. So we'll take a break, and we'll come back in a moment. Stay close. While we wait and wait for live concerts to return... 
MMR is raiding the video wing of the MM Archives to present MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. The best up-close and personal performances and interviews from the Preston and Steve studio. Great song. It's a struts on 93.3 WMMR. Pierre presents from Ardmore Music Hall. Tell them the name of the song. Wish I Knew You, if you didn't know. And Studio 4F. Joining us in studio, Mr. Kenny Wayne Shepard. How you doing? Updated twice weekly at WMMR.com and streamed directly to the best seat in the house, your couch. MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Working on getting our uh, next guest on in just a couple of minutes. A heads up, though, in 29, 28 minutes, somewhere in that range, we are going to reveal what the MMR Rock refund word is. And we have, yes, another opportunity for you to win $500. And that does continue throughout the day. So we're going to have uh, Pierre popping in with a couple of chances. Jackson has two chances. And uh, Jackie Bam Bam as well. And then take opportunity because we take the weekends off from that. So take advantage of it now, and then you can start up again on Monday. But wouldn't it be great sliding, oh my in, God. sliding into the weekend, sliding into your DM? Yeah, sliding into your DMs with uh, an extra five hundred bucks. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean we, we're giving away an s load of money, yep. and uh, you take advantage of it. Yep. Uh, while we're waiting for our next guest uh, on the line, I do have a couple of shout outs I could probably yeah. do. kill a little bit of time. Uh, this one's pretty cool. I got this from uh, Jess Ames, who is uh, with Angel Flight. Um, and uh, she said, uh, due to the uh, uh, the virus, Angel Flight East has suspended patient flights, but have switched their focus to ensuring healthcare workers on the front line have uh, needed medical supplies. Last week, transported fifty thousand face shields from uh, Muncie, Indiana, to Bedford, Maryland, and they have flights scheduled uh, this week to continue supporting thousands of face shields. All over the country, actually. So I've heard of Angel Flights before. Yeah, they're great. Which is really cool. Uh, and they're out of Bluebell. So uh, I wanted to send a shout out to those guys. Because right. I got an email about that. So nice work, guys. Uh, here's another one that says, hey, guys. Um, actually says, hey, bitches. Hey, what? Uh, hey, what to hey, you? Hey, wait. Do we have the... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, give me the yeah, back. Yeah. This one. This is uh, Hey, Bitches. Oh, here we go. Say snip, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or, hey, bitches. <laughs> Man, you all right? <laughs> Say snip, bip. Say snip, bip. Uh, she says, my name is Jody. I am a dedicated listener for a few years now. My husband, George, plays WMR at his shop, uh, Schaefer's Auto Center in South Philly. Uh, Steve, every time we say the word chicken, we have to say it like this, chicken. <laughs> in Gene Simmons' Gene voice. Gene Simmons' honor. Yeah, thank you, me. And uh, we just had a beautiful baby girl, April 1st. I was hoping to get a big, nasty shout-out to George. He's an amazing father and husband and definitely deserves some recognition. And baby Chicolina. Uh, (laughs) 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 Thanks in advance. Uh, You guys rock, and that is from Jody Garber. So a shout-out heading out that way. Uh, Here is uh, just straight uh, straight up thank you. It's from uh, Matt Cortese. It says, uh, hey, I've been meaning to email you guys, and I finally remembered. Uh, First... I want to say I love the drum videos that he's talking about, ones that I've been posting, uh, and the live stream conversations, Q&As that you've been having. Uh, it's always enjoyable when there is more an, a more intimate connection. Also, you're a kick-ass drummer, so thanks for all of them. Well, thank you, dude. Secondly, Pandemic Schmandemic was uh, most likely my favorite game, and that was the original backwards one. Yes. 
Uh, and it says, you and Casey do a really good job of the backwards words, whether you're doing it live or recording the ones ahead of time uh, for the game. So hope you keep it up, which we did, of course. Lastly, uh, the uh, Ask Me Anything was a great idea from Marissa. Uh, you've done the open phone Philadelphia stuff before, but submitting questions ahead of time allows for a little curation, plus the phone calls are a little 50-50 shot of going awkwardly. I applaud you guys in answering, honestly, uh, and so on. It says uh, things like that show why you guys have such a strong connection with your fans. Have, huh. a, have a nice flight. <laughs> Matt Cortese. So he just wanted to send in a nice That's very thing, nice. So we appreciate it, Matt's that. a good guy. Thanks for listening, bud. All right, uh, our next guest is on the line and ready to go. It is always so cool. And we have a chance to speak to uh, people who have taken real adventures in their life. And by that, I mean have gone into space. Real astronauts. Spent time in the International Space Station. Yes. In fact, this gentleman was the first person to ever tweet from space. Yes. So he is a, why, he's a uh, trailblazer. social media trailblazer. <laughs> the first influencer. Uh, but his book, Spaceman, uh, came out on the 7th. It's his story. Uh, I believe it's his story. It's about a young man's journey to becoming an astronaut. I would guess that it's his. But you know what? Let's find out for sure because there's a special uh, about the Hubble, which is an amazing uh, piece of technology, of course. Uh, please welcome to the show, astronaut Mike Massimo. Yeah. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. How you doing this morning? We are doing wonderful, and uh, we're excited to uh, to talk to you this morning about, you know, I mean, w- listen, we could spend hours uh, talking to you. Unfortunately, it's going to be just a few minutes that we have a chance to chat with you. Um, but let's start uh, quickly about the, uh, the special uh, with the Hubble telescope, which is coming out on Sunday. 30 years. Is this a, uh, uh, from soup to nuts, uh, look at the, at the program? Uh, it it uh, sort of is, yeah. It, it uh, talks about the science achievements of the telescope. Uh, it talks about uh, the engineering uh, that went into the telescope. But I think it also shows the, the it's a great story. It's like a really feel-great story. Uh, the telescope, well, it took a long time for it to, to launch. It was delayed. When it did launch, it didn't see very well. It needed to be uh, serviced and had its uh, its... The, the lens uh, corrected yeah. so it could see more clearly into space. And then uh, we had a, a space shuttle accident, which they canceled the last mission to go save it. There was a big public outcry, and then they were able to get that last mission on. And I was on that last mission, and it talks about the, the drama associated with that. So I think it's really well done. And so, yeah, it, it does tell the story from different perspectives, and uh, I think it's very well done, and I think people who tune in, Will uh, will really like it. It's it's not just kind of a nerdy science thing. It's right. it's something that everyone can relate to. We all can relate to the beauty of the universe that Hubble shows us, and we all could, can relate to a really good comeback story. And that that's what this is. Well, this the, the, obviously the images that the the, the Hubble has uh, has gotten uh, over the years has been amazing. I remember when it first launched, there was an issue with the mirror, and it had to be calibrated. I think where there were four separate missions to correct that, uh, with it eventually getting corrected. To fix the uh, the correction, the the, uh, the optics were there was a problem with the mirror. Oh, uh, and what they they did is that they gave it glasses uh, more or less. They put a new instrument in there that redirected the light correctly. And that was done on the first mission. So the very first mission made that correction, and then there were four more servicing missions that uh, replaced other things, other parts uh, that were things like the the um, the batteries, the solar arrays, things like that were upgraded and replaced. These science instruments. We're upgraded with new technology, 
But the uh, correction to the optics, that was done on the very first service commission, which happened in uh, 1993. Launch was 1990, coming up on the 30th anniversary, and the correction went in in 1993. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't know if this is accurate, but the the original plan was for about 15 years' worth of use out of the Hubble, and it's since obviously been used for much longer than that. Yeah, you're right. The... uh, the initial um, the initial uh, projection, what the goal was, was to get 15 years out of the telescope. You're absolutely right, dead on. But uh, what the team, and I think Hubble is, you know, the, the real story of Hubble is not just the telescope, but it's the people behind it, uh, the people that built it, the people that yeah. cared for it, the people that operate it. You know, there's the scientists that use it, of course, but there's also the people that keep it going in the operations side of it, the engineering side. They are the most dedicated people I've ever been around. They, they know what they're doing is important. They love what they're doing. And as a result of that, they have come up with lots of clever ways to extend the telescope's life. Part of it was with the servicing missions that we were able to upgrade the technology and put new parts in. But the last of those missions, I was on that last one. That was back in 2009. That's 11 years ago. Yeah. And everything they've done to extend the life of the telescope has been, since that time has been done from the ground. And they're really good at uh, managing the, the amount of heat that's generated, for example, turning instruments on and off, managing the, the gyroscopes correctly so they don't wear out, extending the power of the batteries, and doing very clever things so that they can continue to do science now 30 years and going strong, which is really amazing. Well, the, the list of the things also that the Hubble has been you know, critical to discovering um, – the, 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 I think the, the Hubble, uh, uh, from what I was reading, forwarded the notion that the universe is expanding mm-hmm. much faster than that was was originally thought, uh, and uh, yeah. the, the issue of dark energy was sort of solidified yeah. with the use of the Hubble. Is this all correct? You got it. Yeah, yeah there were some things that uh, when they you know they wanted the, the telescope up there so they could they could observe pieces of the sky that uh, they thought there was nothing there, and then they, they found amazing things. The Hubble Deep Field was a photo taken, uh, an image taken of what they thought was a blank space in the sky. They found out that there were so many galaxies in that one because the Hubble could see a lot further. There were things like that that they kind of said, well, let's see what that, that's about. Is, are there planets in other solar systems? They yeah. thought there were. Hubble found them. Do black holes exist? They thought, yeah, theoretically, Hubble found their existence. Wow. But the, the thing that you mentioned, the dark energy, dark matter thing, was something we probably couldn't even have thought about. Because what Hubble found was the, that the, the universe was expanding. We, 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 the Big Bang Theory people accepted. They, they, the, the thought was, all right, the universe is expanding. But just like when you take a baseball and you throw it, eventually it's going to slow down and hit the ground, right? It's going to have an initial velocity, but then it's going to slow down and hit the ground. And that's the kind of thought was going on with the universe, because that would make sense. It's expanding and it's slowing down. as it, uh, The expansion rate it must be slowing down. What they found was is that it's expanding at an accelerating rate. So it's as if you threw that baseball, and then all of a sudden it starts moving faster. It starts accelerating. We don't know where that energy is coming from. It's called dark energy. It resulted that discovery resulted in the awarding of Nobel Prize. Um, so it was a huge discovery of an amazing thing. And I think that's what's so interesting about Hubble is that you never know what it's going to show you yeah. because we we don't know how everything. We think we know a lot, and we do. <laughs> But uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions that we don't have answers to, and there's a lot of questions we don't even know how to ask right now, and that's why I think Hubble has been so great scientifically is that it answers great questions, but it also formulates them.
Mike, as, well. as fascinating as it is about the discovery of, of th- from things like Hubble, I'm, I'm always blown away. And going back to what you said about the people is the engineering uh, of these creations yeah. that, that organizations like NASA have come up with. And I love uh, diving into especially vintage uh, programs and because my head can't wrap around some of the stuff that's currently going on. But, but engineering-wise... Um, how we as human beings, the right people, can put these things together and implement them and, and make it happen. And you're an engineer. And so with the Hubble, the idea of this has probably been around for a long time, well before it was ever uh, created. And, and it takes a long time for these things to be put together. Um, does it cover the, the history of, of, uh, of the you know when Hubble first started to form as an idea? Yeah, the the uh, the, for, the the beginning of uh, of this thought was really uh, over 100 years ago. Uh, uh, people wanted to go to space for different reasons. People wanted to explore, maybe put a satellite up there. You know, there were different things you could do. And what astronomers uh, thought was uh, was can we, if we can get a telescope above the atmosphere because the yeah. atmosphere blocks our view of the heavens. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at the stars through uh, through the atmosphere is kind of like looking up. Through the, if you're in a, in, underwater in a pool and you're looking up at the scene above the pool, it looks all blurry. You really can't see anything, right? You get up out of the water, all of a sudden it's much clearer. Big difference, and that's kind of what the atmosphere does to telescopes. So even very powerful telescopes at a very high altitude, where the, the atmosphere is a little bit thinner, in a very clear area where there's no light pollution or anything, it still doesn't see very well compared to something that could be in space. And so the, the astronomers realize this, like, gee, it would be great if we could get a telescope up there. And that's what Hubble was all about. It, it took a long time, of course, for us to be able to launch things into space and, and be able to launch something the size of Hubble it required the space shuttle. And then to make it so that it could be serviced and upgraded and maintained, um, that, that adds to the, compl- to the complexity of what you're building, right? And it has to be maintained by, by space-walking astronauts, not somebody working in a garage with right. good lighting and, and uh, you know, easy access. It is really tough to do this. But they had to design a telescope so it could be not only launched into space and do its job, but also be serviced. So as you say, it's an incredible engineering feat. I'm glad you mentioned that because we, we look at the great pictures uh, that, that Hubble returns and say, oh, that's great. But think about the engineering that went in there to make it happen. It's and, astonishing. Uh, I mean, it's, it, just, it, just amazing. it's amazing what we can do. It's it, amazing what people can do. There's a picture of the Eagle Nebula that that um, that I think was taken on the hull. It's just amazing. I'm really looking for all looking forward to the special because it is a, a fascinating achievement. We could talk to you for hours. Hopefully, we'll get another chance to do so. I want to jump in there and ask you how we can get you back on the air uh, because unfortunately we only have ten minutes with you, and that's uh, just not enough time. <laughs> Is, is, no, I'd be happy to do it. Uh, I'm not sure how I got on the air this first time. <laughs> <laughs> probably, through the, uh, probably, through probably through someone at the Science Channel. Uh, yeah. Hey, the, uh, and you, obviously the, you, you tweet. You tweeted from. You tweeted from space, so we'll we'll tweet at you and we'll try to get you. <laughs> we'll get set up that way. Yeah, how about yeah, that? You bet. No, it'd be hey, my pleasure. One last yeah. question: Have you made any banana yeah. bread during the uh, quarantine? <laughs> because everybody's been making banana bread. We've been asking that of all of our guests. No, I, but I. I haven't made any, but I've eaten my share. All right. Fair, Fair enough. Fair enough. That's all that matters. All right. Thank yeah. you, sir. Wonderful to talk to you. We appreciate right, it. Guys. Astronaut, astronaut Mike Messamino yeah. uh, on the show this morning. Yes, I mispronounced his name when I introduced him. He it said was it right all morning. Correctly. All right. Well, uh, anyway. Knock it off. Yeah. Knock it off already. Yeah. Bastards. <laughs> all right. But anyhow.
Uh, yeah, I really wanted to ask him as well some some stuff about being on the international. What are the space types station. of desserts he eats? Yeah, what are what are your favorite desserts? Well, that was <laughs> that was one of the ideas was you know because everybody's under like quarantine, quarantine. and lockdown. They've been they've been they, they, yeah. spent all of that time in the space station, which you know it's a little confined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I'll try and get him back on. Please, um, please Man, do. he was just so well Great, and he was on, yeah. he actually was on the Big Bang Theory. He was. Oh, really? Yeah, he was. And uh, so he's, uh, he's his ability to perform, his ability, you know, he has that sort of, uh, uh, he, he can dumb things down, yeah. which makes it much like more approachable for Neil us. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson is yep. a perfect yep. example. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Kath. I know you had a series of questions for him, but that's what we're going to try and get him back on. Thanks for I appreciate you asking. No, listen. Yeah. Somebody who's been up there and experienced it, that's real. That's yeah. real to yeah, Kathy. Real. Exactly. It's not theoretical. All right. So I'm going to say we should take a break. Uh, probably. Uh, yeah. Or, or what, do, what do you want to do? Yeah. I mean, I, I can keep going, but um, I, I want to know what you want to do and what we need to do commercial-wise because we've got... Keep going, baby. Okay. Um, wow. You know what, Press? We've White... got Bizarre File. We've got the uh, Rock Refund. We have Candace Cameron Bure all in a... Do the Bizarre File. Okay. Do the Bizarre File. We'll come back with the uh, Rock Refund. Just do the Bizarre File, baby. It's okay, baby. Yeah. Uh, all right, I don't have 12 minutes of Bizarre File, but exactly. I, I yeah. can... So do the bizarre file, then we'll break and we'll come back. Ah, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter how long you go. Follow now. Bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. <laughs> All right, a couple of stories for you. A 26-year-old. Oh, this is messed up, dude. 26-year-old man allegedly stabbed his father to death in their home early Wednesday morning, and may have partially. Eaten him. Oh. Did he put the pieces in banana bread? <laughs> I don't know. One high-ranking officer said it's one of the worst crime scenes I've Jeez. ever seen. He was missing body parts, and we don't know where they are. Listen, I've been sore at my dad before, but I never wanted to eat him. The suspect, Khaled Ahmad, Ahmad uh, allegedly went into a bagel shop sometime for 4.20 a.m. and told cops that he had killed and eaten his father. What bagels pair nicely with my father. Police went to the victim's house where they found the grisly scene and upon the arrival, the officer saw 57-year-old uh, Ahmad Ahmad unconscious and unresponsive with multiple stab wounds to his body. Jeez. The body was also mutilated. First responders pronounced the victim dead at the scene. 26-year-old is said to be unemployed and had been sheltering in place at home. Mm-hmm. That's uh, working out. Yeah, one law enforcement source said that he had a history of emotional disturbance. Wow. Wow, messed up. Well, a huge wildfire is burning through contaminated forests in abandoned villages around Chernobyl. We've talked about this before, and Ukraine's government has warned about the potential spread of radioactive particles in the smoke. On Monday, rain slowed but did not extinguish the blaze that crept to the heart of the exclusion zone. I think they've got a handle on it now, but the cause of the blaze is not entirely clear. But in a truly strange twist, many in the region blame people who call themselves stalkers... In Jenkins! <laughs> Dust be done, yeah! <laughs> Who are inspired by characters in a classic science fiction novel, Roadside Picnic, published in 1972. I start, I wasn't familiar with this title. I started reading about it. I think I might read this book. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar. It's a story of how people on Earth deal with a visit by aliens who seem to have stopped off, paid little attention to the inhabitants... And like irresponsible picnickers, left a lot of their junk lying around. 
uh, in half a dozen zones on the planet. Huh. The alien's discarded refuse has enormous potential to change life on the planet if only humans can figure out what it's for. Most of the present-day stalkers nowadays are respectful of the exclusion zone around Chernobyl, and some have even fixed up abandoned apartments in the abandoned town of Pripyat. But there are also criminals, and there are constant conflicts with what had been booming legal tourism in the area before coronavirus lockdowns. Uh, according to a uh, Olena Ginez from Chernobyl Tour Tour, uh, Chernobyl Tour, it's uh, a Chernobyl Tour Tour, said that uh, they hate us tourist guides and tour tour guides and tourists. Uh, now, when no tourists can travel to the Chernobyl zone. Uh, the ghost city and the villages around belong to them. And the fire started right on the paths where the stalkers normally walk. And they think they're it is clearly their fault. There's speculation that they may have started. But I wasn't familiar with that story no. or the people that are big fans of it. Uh, I need to wrap it up. All right. One more story. And let's go with this one. I want to make sure it's not a really nasty one because I have some scary ones. And <laughs> All right. No um, way to finish off a Friday. No. Uh, okay, this is kind of interesting. It was a strange scene in Toronto at a grocery store. It's called Loblaws. Uh, on Easter Sunday, shoppers arrived, and they found the doors open at the deserted grocery store. Uh, the vast majority of the shops were closed on Sunday for the holiday, but it appears that uh, the Loblaws was mistakenly left open. Huh. <laughs> Uh, for customers who showed up in the morning, there were no long lineups to get inside or crowded aisles or any of that. Uh, David Marchone said that he was out for a walk, noticed someone with several grocery bags coming out of the store. He said uh, he went in because he needed to pick something up, and he realized there were no security guards. And then when he got his stuff to go check out, there was no one at the checkout aisle. Was it just the honor system? Uh, no. Somebody accidentally left it open. Well, that's not good. And uh, you know what, though? In a typically Canadian story... Nobody took anything. Oh, Nobody yeah. took anything. Uh, but uh, they managed to uh, contact the management, and uh, they found out that the protocols were not followed for... Like uh, closing the doors? Like closing the door. <laughs> so anyhow, and there you go. Yeah, that's, that's on the list there, closed doors. What I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break. Candace Cameron Bure will be joining us in just a little bit, as will Mr. Tom Everett Scott from That Thing You Do, The One... God, I keep turning my mic up. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We still have a minute and a half uh, before I can officially give you the um, MMR Rock Refund word. So I do not want to do that ahead of time. And uh, there are people that wait for the very moment for that to be released. And I don't want to mess that up. So we'll give away our Word of the Week prize this morning. A reminder, $300 Dunkin' e-gift card. And uh, we'll wait for Pierre to arrive and give us that letter. And therefore, we will have the word ready to go. 
We will also have uh, Tom Everett Scott on the show in a little bit. So we are prepared for that. And Trash Music News, all that stuff is uh, coming up in just a little while. What else do I need to mention? Ah, Isolation Idol. Last chance to get in your submissions because we are going to be, con- we're, we're going to get that contest underway on Monday. And uh, we're going to showcase some talents in the area. Needs to be audio. We need to be able to hear it. You will have to perform live on the show next week. So keep that in mind if you are indeed going to submit your video for review. And then we're going to narrow it down. Apparently, we got a lot more submissions than I was anticipating. Incredibly talented and incredibly bored. That's the exact recipe we're looking for. And that we have. And many people have sent in some uh, really cool videos. So we'll, uh, we'll get those finalists next week and then each day. Uh, we'll have two people that get the golden ticket uh, for Friday's live performance, so just get yourself set for that. All right, let's do this, and then we're going to welcome our guest. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. All right, the keyword for this hour is amount, A-M-O-U-N-T. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and there are three ways to do that. You can do it through our special text number. It's called the short code number. It is 45911. So text the word amount, 45911. Or if you want to automatically be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, just enter on the MMR mobile app or WMMR.com. Keep in mind, you can grab that app for free, all right? The MMR mobile app for your smart device. Um, And one random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley. So be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are at WMMR.com, and it's sponsored by A&T, Subaru, and Chevy in Sellersville. So, the word again is amount, A-M-O-U-N-T. Good luck to you. Oh, 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 where did that come from? It's our next guest who's online, and she's ready to go promoting Hope Rising. It's a benefit concert uh, for COVID-19 relief, obviously. Please welcome Candace Cameron Bure to the show. Hello, Candace. Hey. Hi. Hi. Nice to have you on this morning. And uh, your event is coming up this Sunday, correct? Yeah, it is. It's going to be on Facebook Live this Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. It's called Hope Rising. And we have an incredible concert, a big lineup uh, of contemporary Christian music and inspirational speakers uh 70 minutes worth of positivity and and hope yeah it's it's very important obviously at this time the cause is good a lot of people it's 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 gotta be as for you obviously tied into this to see around you a lot of the people in the entertainment industry and just in general doing everything they can to raise money for for these causes it there there is just a feeling of a, of, of a benevolent spirit that I think is really going around the country. It's got to be really, really uh, comforting and cool for you. Yeah, it really is. You know, a couple weeks ago, because we've been seeing so many of the benefit concerts, and they're all really great. Um, I, of course, am a woman of faith and very outspoken about that. And my, my brother called me a couple weeks ago, and he's like, hey, why don't, why don't we put one together, but we put it with, with – uh, with faith-based music yeah. and um, to really found, find a, a grounded source uh, for the music and the lyrics. And I was like, absolutely, I would love to do that. So we've been busting our butts the last couple of weeks putting this concert together. 
It is so wonderful. We've got, uh, you know, the cream of the crop Grammy Award winning artists uh, for King and Country, Casting Crowns, Mercy Me, Natalie Grant, Kirk Franklin, like just incredible people. And uh, they're all live from their homes. And it's it's a real it's a great show. Yeah, it's amazing what you can pull off. That last night they had the uh, the Disney sing along thing with the uh, celebrities from their homes. And uh, yeah, it, 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 listen, it, 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 the people are finding a way. So this it, and it's also kind of cool as a viewer to see artists that you're maybe a big fan of, um, sort of in their natural surroundings, and and, and uh, they can be innovative. Maybe they might play acoustically when they haven't before. So there's a whole bunch of things to make this a lot of fun. I see you have exactly. you have Kristen Chenoweth as well. She's uh, uh, she's great. She's a multiple, yep. yeah, multiple. T- is she going to be performing or hosting? No, she's actually gives a, a an inspirational message. Okay. I was hoping she was going to sing. I think yeah. that she she has so much going on. She's a friend of mine too. I just love her, but she's got a message for all of us. Well, the, you get the whole Descendants crew and, if you bring uh, her on board. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you Candace? You know, the thing about- I'm I'm sorry we yeah. we have a delay here on the signal so it's hard to communicate back and forth but um are you going to be hosting this or are you and your brother going to be in the same location or separate or how's that going to work? Yes. We are co-hosting it together my brother and I are and we will be uh separate in our in our respective homes but we will be on the screen together. Okay. <laughs> so All right, yeah. So more one. So that's awesome. I, I would be remiss if I didn't geek all over the Hallmark stuff that you do. Uh, love the Christmas movies. Love that Hallmark is playing uh, the Christmas movies as well. Uh, Shoe Addicts Christmas, one of my favorites. Uh, but uh, I assume you have a whole bunch. I always, I always love when I... What was that? Sorry, I need to cut you off. I, I always love when a when a when a man admits to watching the Hallmark movie. <laughs> oh, he's he's all in, yeah, man. I'm all in. He doesn't watch it. I mean, he he lives for it. <laughs> I love it. I know. I know. It's it's probably depressing in some ways, but it's also good in other ways. You're doing a lot with Hallmark, and you also do the series, the Aurora Tea Garden series as well. Are there more of those coming uh, next year? Yeah, actually, we have a new Aurora Tea Garden that will be out this uh, May 17th. We shot that earlier this year, and then uh, I was in the middle of production on a on the second one for this year, but we got stopped uh, because of COVID-19. Right. Uh, and uh, I'm scheduled to do two, two Hallmark Christmas movies this year, but we don't know what's going to happen with that. Simply because we don't know what's going on in the world. Well, listen, I'm such a fan of the stuff that I even eat the uh, Star Kiss tuna in the pouches. So uh, <laughs> I'm all in. Awesome! I love <laughs> nice. it. All right. Well, listen, uh, Candice, we will we'll yeah. make sure that uh, we got people checking it out. It's called uh, Promote. It's a uh, Hope Rising Benefit Concerts on Sunday. At eight o'clock, and if you know the uh, the contemporary Christian artist, then this will be a big thing for you. But I also I also read that uh, you invite people of all beliefs uh, to tune in. Correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean these these are uh, faith based songs, but the lyrics in general they're just so positive and they're uplifting. And you know this isn't supported by one particular denomination. This is all the faith communities coming together, and we. Just want to give hope, give uh, strength, give courage to everyone out there. Because if you are worrying and have anxiety, I tell you, music is a place that 
can really satisfy your soul. And when you listen to lyrics that are actually truthful and positive, um, it, it can make a huge difference. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much. Eight o'clock Sunday is when you can catch it. It's called Hope Rising. Thank you, Candace Cameron Bure, for being on this morning. So, um, <clears throat> another yeah, delays. Another delay, man. I know, because I would have loved to have talked about a whole bunch of other stuff, but it just it makes it impossible. It's hard. What, it, what is the problem? Do you think it's because? Like you're well, dealing with us. Well, they're actually no, calling the, from Anson Williams' house. No, the way the way it usually works is it goes through a, a, a multi-step process. So and we have when, to stop that when people are doing. Well, you can't. I mean, there's there's nothing. If, if you're going to get can. the interview that's on a tour, <laughs> then they go through a mediator who who you know the person just sits in a studio with their headphones on, yeah. and they go through multiple media outlets. And so there's a connection that t- has to jump a couple of different locations, and that's why you get the delay. And it's either that or you don't do the interview. So or... you don't think it, it has it has nothing to do with us? No. no, no. And so what I need to figure out is because uh, the astronaut that we had on it was also on a tour, yep. and his connection was amazing. So I get to figure out what the big difference was between no, was his del- connection. There was a delay. Was it? Yes, there was. Absolutely. There so. wasn't a Candace Cameron Bure delay. No, it wasn't. It was a delay. Delay. Yeah, so anyway. But you know what? Speaking of, you know, these, uh, um, the shows that are doing with the, uh, you know, like Zoom and so on. Yeah. I watched yesterday for the first time a show that was doing that type of thing. And it was, uh, what's the one that uh, Sharon Osbourne is on? Oh, the, uh, talk? the, the talk. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was hard to watch. Was it? it? Well, you have, you have multiple faces in, in multiple boxes. Yeah. And uh, they're, so they're dealing with the pauses as well and the things that arise when you're doing Zoom or Skype or whatever. Yeah. And then there was lag with, uh, you know, if somebody's yeah. moving their, their phone around right. or whatever they're using for a camera. And then things start freezing up and then nobody talks. It's kind of like these interviews yeah. that we do with these the, the delay and so on. So... Uh, I'm just quarantined. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just focusing on the background. I'm seeing who has has the best uh, the best backdrop. That's yeah. what you look at. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at. Yeah, to I'm see looking, who's I told house? you before. Ryan Seacrest. I don't understand why he's in his kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm looking at his dishwasher. I want someone to do their entire show from the uh, sitting on the bowl. Yeah, you know? sitting on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kath, is he in New York or is he in L.A.? He's L.A. Isn't um, he? that's a good question, Case. I'm not sure where he is. Uh, I just wonder if it has anything to do with like, you know, him trying to like not bother whoever he, he shares the home with. And if he's in New York, I'm sure his space is a lot more limited than yeah, it he, would be in LA. He's talking to somebody, uh, so he's definitely he's definitely there with somebody. I don't know if it's someone from the show or uh, a girlfriend or whatever, but he yeah. occasionally talks to somebody off air. Well, what's hilarious is if you watch the opening credits of Extra, they have they all do this like intense their walking thing. Oh, yeah. So I guess that's we're walking to a story, and they're walking <laughs> towards the camera, and they're just intense walking. right like, intense walking, <laughs> and then they all have these the cameras going around, and they're on, the women are all gorgeous, of course, doing. Massive duck lips, yeah, and they're coming around, and it's oh, no. intense. Look, we're reporters, and we walk. Right, and uh, <laughs> you just—if you get a chance, ever watch the beginning of extra. It's hilarious. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Wow, we're gonna walk to the new story, I, and we'll report it for you. We've been—you uh, know—I told you, my wife and I have been watching um, Designated Survivor, right? And, and the way the camera works is a lot like you know the old West Wing thing. Yep, yep. Any, any, actually, anything that walk takes and place talk. in the White House, the yep. walk and talk thing. I would love to do a video of that. Now, we're going to have to wait until social distancing is over, but Uh of us and the staff around here Uh at MMR. Because we have a gazillion hallways now uh, since they've expanded the offices, and we could easily pull that off. Because, you know, as you're walking with someone, 
they peel off, and then someone pops out of another office and joins <laughs> your um, yeah. your gate, and you walk along, and you continue on. And that's that's the whole down. thing. That's an Aaron Sorkin can yeah. see. He does it all the time. And I, I don't know why people just finally go, why don't you ever goddamn stop when why I talk you to you? Yeah. Are we going to have an yeah. actual meeting? Do I have to chase you to get a goddamn answer? Yeah. By the way, speaking of the... Jesse Owens. Uh, the Zoom calls and the, uh, the conferences... I saw this this morning. There, if if you're if you're a little bored, Kathy would say your background or something like that. Yeah. There is a new option: an animal sanctuary in Silicon Valley called Sweet Farm lets you add llamas, goats, and other animal animals to your conference call. You should That's do that. So cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jace was on his Zoom uh, group uh, school meeting for his class, and uh, for some reason I don't know they they couldn't hear through uh, whatever he was using. <clears throat> so I had to quick give him my phone, and we called in through my phone, and I walked away because he was you know it was it was like a half an hour they were doing a lesson, and so I I walked away from it, and I came back, and he was like, Mom, he's like, do you know you can set the background? And I'm like, you can. <laughs> He was changing the background to so uh, you, I you know released my new jewelry line, the spring collection, to all of the pictures of me wearing jewelry to his class. Oh my class. god! Thank God it's not the giant <laughs> there you go. guy. Yeah, well, yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, what are you doing? Stop it! So all these kids and the teacher are seeing giant pictures of me instead of Jace. <laughs> Speaking of Zoom, would would our show be able to have a Zoom conference on air? Like, if we had guests on Zoom, would we be able to pot them up so that we could? conference in two or three people at a time the problem is any zoom I, i've done a bunch of them the audio is not good okay it's it, it's it just okay yeah and yep. it's jumpy and, and it's yeah. and there's uh there's like compression on it as well yeah. if somebody yeah. speaks loudly it, it pushes it way down so it, it's kind of wonky we had a family zoom pizza party a couple of weeks ago i'm actually trying to do another one tonight because i had a um an idea of maybe doing like some sort of scavenger hunt with the kids and stuff like that. Just you know, something to to change it up. But uh, doing a scavenger hunt, how? So not like a scavenger hunt where I give people a list of things. Like okay, whoever can get these five items, right? It would be. I'm thinking more like it would be whoever go, can get this first. All right, uh, you know, it would just be for like the grandkids. I have a game idea for you. Do you? Uh, does everybody have a phone? Okay, so I I did this with the family like a few months ago. I had this idea. I thought it was kind of original, and we do it every now and then. Is and and I don't announce when I'm doing it. I'll just I'll take a picture of something in the house close. I up. love that game. Really close up, and then you just send a <laughs> a, a text a text yeah. message to everybody. It says where in the house is this? <laughs> yes, and the first one to get the answer correct, they get to take the next picture and send that back. It's out. my chode. It's my chode. It's on daddy. Um, but, but yeah, you, you can guess either either where it is or what it is, yeah. what this mystery item is. I thought, I, and now listen, I'm sure people have done it before, but I, I came up with the idea on my own. I was pretty proud of myself on That's that one. That's funny. Um, there's also something you can do if you have a bigger family, Preston, you, it would work for you guys well. Um, you can do a murder mystery dinner. Right, mm-hmm. but commit uh, actual murder. But commit act just one murder <laughs> and figure out who, who did it. it. Who did it or yeah. who's dead? Well, that'd be well, pretty yeah, easy yeah, to figure yeah. that out. Who's not here? Oh, <laughs> um, they're the ones that are dead. Well, how do you, what, you create your own or are there? No, you know okay. what, if you do it online, I could, you know, let me get the information from my wife and then I can share that with Marissa to put up Porn on Pornhub dot backslash doc mystery. But try the, try the picture game. Yeah, I like that. That's something I like it that. Okay. 
Um, I did see, however, as far as entertaining yourself at home, uh, oh, yeah. I saw a stat, because we got a little bit of time here. We do, we do have other things that we need to do, by the way. Oh, Lesson yeah. question, trash, music news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind that. Uh, we will do those things. And by the way, the the word is amount. Uh, some people are texting in the rock refund word is amount. A M O U N T. So you have no time left. Never mind. It it's, was. It's ten fifteen. It was amount. All right, we're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away a digital download of Doolittle. Yeah. If you're going to answer this question correctly. What is Rambo's character's name in Breaking 2? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. What is Rambo's <laughs> character's name in Breaking 2? 215-263-WMMR. Why are you calling him? We're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil manufactured on site along with leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulch Works sells to residential and commercial markets. With delivery and pickup available, you can visit mulchthis.com to view all products or call their helpful staff to place an order. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, fans are wondering if recent newlyweds Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty have already separated after she dropped his last name from her social media profiles. Minaj, who married Petty despite his prior arrest for attempted rape, says she's having second thoughts about him now that she found out he doesn't like cinnamon. Hey! It uh, has been confirmed Preston, 46-year-old Kate Beckinsale, is dating and quarantining with 22-year-old singer Goody Grace. Uh, Grace says the worst thing about the lockdown is not being able to let his friend sniff his finger. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) And finally, Doug the Bounty Hunter's girlfriend, Francie Frayne, is determined to turn her into a farmer, even going so far as to show him how to drive a combine Dog is reportedly returning the favor by showing her how to crap through a mesh hammock. Whoa. <laughs> That's All right. Uh, we are looking for the answer to today's lesson question. What is Rambo's character's name in Breaking 2? 215-263-WMMR is the number. I'm going to go to Marta. Hey, Marta. Hey, how are you today? What's up, guys? Yeah, we're Don't looking for the answer. It's okay. That's uh, all good. So what, what is Rambo's character's name in Breaking 2? Don Rambo. That's in, uh, no, that, that was his name in First Blood, uh, but uh, not in Breaking 2. So thank you anyway, Martin. You know, the whole idea behind this is you were listening earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I said. Uh, and uh, I guess no one was listening because there's no call other than Marta up on the uh, other. It was a, yeah, it was a, it was a quick blurt out, but uh, we've had we've had people deliver before. I think we said it several times. Several we were having times. fun with I mean, that. It's a yeah. super popular movie. All right, what is Rambo's character's name in Breaking Two? Maybe you'll know while we're doing the music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on ninety three three WMMR. Yeah. yeah. Brought to you this morning by Godshaw's. Godshaw's fully cooked turkey bacon is six months shelf stable and shelf stable. Shelf stable. Uh, ready to eat and needs no refrigeration. Each serving has six grams of protein, making it great for sandwiches, camping, and family preparedness. Mm. It's available at Wise and Acme. Uh, the Pretty Reckless will release their fourth studio album, Death by Rock and Roll, later this year. The title of the LP was revealed in conjunction 
with the band announcing that it signed a new deal outside the U.S. with Century Media Records. Death by Rock. Uh, label manager Philip Schulte said Death by Rock and Roll is, isn't is only a fantastic album, but a storm warning announcing the return of Stadium Rock. Yeah. We'll see how that <laughs> turns out. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch singer Ivan Moody's company, Moody's Medicinals, will donate thousands of its new CBD hand sanitizers to various veteran-led and veteran-serving charities across the country. My hands are so sanitized. <laughs> In addition to the uh, nonprofit giveaways, all Moody's Medicinals customers will receive a Moody's Medicinals CBD hand sanitizer for free with every new purchase of the new Moody's Soothies lozenges. Look. As well. I just sanitized all four of my hands. <laughs> all right. And then uh, one last story. We're going to keep this kind of short because I want to break and come back. Okay. Or, or should we do that? Like break and two? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Marissa says yes. Um, Christopher Cross, the singer. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah, absolutely. Ride Like the Wind. And Sail Away. Arthur's theme. Sailing. Uh, sailing, yep. And he has revealed he suffered temporary paralysis in his legs. What? Uh, in a message on Facebook, the Grammy winner spoke frankly about his battle with COVID-19. He said, I want to thank you for your kind words and let you know how I'm doing after being sick for weeks. I slowly started to recover. Unfortunately, as a consequence of COVID-19, other problems were caused. At present, I'm suffering intense muscle weakness and temporary paralysis of my legs. I'm unable to walk. People who are not in um, in the best of health or there have been issues with strokes, Preston, when people get uh, COVID-19. Mm. And, and they, so it sort of exacerbates situations. Maybe that's what happened with him. I don't know. Physicians have assured me that I will recover. I wanted to let you know my oh, situation good. and that I will get past this. Uh, I look forward to beginning my 40th anniversary tour soon. And when I do, I hope to see you all. So he's got temporary huh. paralysis. Pretty wild. All right. We can get an answer to the lesson question because <laughs> there's tons of people that, that have it up. Uh, for some reason, they just weren't calling in a moment ago. I'm going to go to John. Hey, John. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? All right. What is Rambo's character's name in Breaking 2? Rambadoo. Rambadoo. <laughs> Hang on a second, John. Giving you a digital download of Doolittle, starring Robert Downey Jr. in the hilarious new reimagining of a classic tale about a man who can talk to animals and bark on an epic journey and bring home the movie all the animals are talking about. It's available now on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Tom Everett Scott from That Thing You Do will be joining us. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I can't ever remember a time when that dong, that song didn't sound good or that dong didn't sound good. <laughs> Listen, when you're in the porn industry and you hear a really good dong, <laughs> Jesus, what is wrong with me today? <laughs> wow, we that got, was that was a wonderful admission. We got we got one more interview to do, and it's the most exciting interview of the day. Well, because we've been then looking we head forward off into to the this. weekend. Yes, yeah. we have been looking forward. I mean, uh, anyway, it, it's uh, the dong thing that threw us off. Foo Fighters on MMR, Preston and Steve show. <laughs> Uh, I got a lot going through my head right now because we were pre- yesterday we had Steve Zahn yes on the show. I've had Steve many times on the program. It was by far the most fun interview we have had with him. Well, yeah, and we're so excited about this. Yes, we are about this event tonight. Now yeah. we were scheduled to have Tom Everett Scott, and we may still have Tom Everett Scott on in a moment. We're working on it, but 
as a bonus, we we have two more members of the Wonders what? on the show right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah you didn't yeah. even know this, right, Nick? We no, what ju- happened? We, we just found this out. We have so, the whole. We've had the whole. At this point, we'll have had the whole band. Yeah. If if Tom yeah. calls in, we had the entire band, and I'm going to conference these guys in together. They're calling from different uh, locations, so I'm going to get them in now. Please welcome both Ethan Embry and Jonathan Sheck yeah. <laughs> this morning, gentlemen. I I can't believe this. This are right, first of all, Ethan. Uh, where hey. where are you? How are you guys doing? We're wonderful. Where are you, Ethan? I'm down in Georgia. In Georgia. All right. And Jonathan, where are you? Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, my All God. Right. This is so cool. And you, you guys are going to be, you know, obviously tonight uh, at 7 o'clock for this event, uh, being joining each other, one together, uh, together. But you guys have also been coordinating leading up to this, correct? This yeah, we've been going back and Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> you've, been going on, you've been going on Twitter. That's awesome. Listen, I... I love the fact that you guys are have, have stayed in touch with each other. As we were telling Zahn yesterday, it's like the band is real. I mean, yeah. I, I love this movie so much, and it's it's just a fun representation of that place and time in music and of the story of and of a rise and fall of a one-hit wonder. Uh, but, you know, and I'll address you one at a time so, we, so we're not talking all over each other. Uh, but this morning, uh, Marissa, one of our producers, Show me a video of you guys, and Ethan, I'll go to you first, when you went over to Japan to tour to promote the movie, and it was like the real thing. It's like you guys were a real band, wasn't it? Uh, you get, first of all, Marissa needs to send me that video. We would love to watch <laughs> I, I that. I posted it on Twitter. Oh, fantastic. I'll, I'll hunt it down. Um, yeah. But that we were just talking about that experience yesterday during one of our interviews. We... We went on a on a tour in Japan, played a couple of crazy Japanese morning shows, and it, yeah, it was like being in a real band. For That's a so of weeks. cool! I believe it. And and Jonathan, tell me, and and I, you know, you can speak for everybody. It looks like it was probably one of the most fun times of your life. Yeah, it was definitely one of the most fun times of my life. If not the most fun, but my family is is a lot of fun as well. <laughs> and uh, we that we've stuck together for about for all this time and got to see each other here, there, and and we're getting together because you know we're we're kind of the we feel like we're we're in in the forefront of what everyone's going through at the same time. Yeah, and uh, w- one thing is that. That thing you do is a feel-good movie. So we're gonna we want everyone to show up and, and have a great time tonight with us. Um, well, you know what? Speaking of you know Steve Zahn yesterday, Ethan he had said you know at the time when that thing you do came out, it really did so so at the box office. But yep. what what about it has has given it the legs that it has, and that people still have such a uh, a passion for it. You know, I'd, I'd, if, if I knew the formula for what that happens, how that happens with certain movies, but I don't. But most of my movies were short-lived in the box office, and then they continue on through their VHS life. And I'll take that experience over a really good first two weekends any day because <laughs> yeah. it, they, they, the movies then become part of people's lives because they watch it every other couple of months and – I, 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 we agree, and honestly, the the people we enjoy talking to the most are the people who populate those mo- those movies, those moments where where people say, 
they, they want to turn you on, uh, you know, to that thing you do. They want to turn you on to an Empire Records or or or, or anything that that has it becomes near and dear to people. It's something they sort of take ownership of. And and we're always excited to talk to actors associated with uh, those projects. So in and a you way, know what I think too, I think music is a big thing. Yeah, if you look at a yeah. lot of those films, they're built on this foundation of music, mm-hmm. and music is such a personal thing with people's lives that when a when a film is built on that foundation. People don't want to let it go. And guys, would would this movie have been what it was without Adam Schlesinger writing that incredibly hooky song? That thing you do. You know, it was uh, it was the first time we heard, we heard it was a bunch of different songs that they all played at once uh, to try to pick the winner. It was easy when you heard it. it was like God, that that song just is catchy. Yeah. You know, it's snappy. It's the tune of the movie. It's snappy. (laughs) That's perfect. Well, Fountains of Wayne, we were, you know, we were fans to begin with. We were playing them on uh, the radio station we were on at the the time. And again, snappy and hooky and all those things apply. But, uh, you know, uh, reading about his body of work, he just basically said, and and we had a a clip of his, uh, an extensive interview he did just before he he passed, uh, talking about, he just, he just did imitations of artists he loved, but he added he added so much more to that. And that that's what drove you, – you needed to believe this would be a hit, and you needed to believe you guys as a band, and both things happened. Yeah, the, the movie was called That Thing You Do before the song was written. So wow. the whole – every yeah, so you had to carry the weight and carry and it all the way through. That's not a lyric to write. That's a hard lyric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, song, like, that can go south fast. Hey, I saw an interesting suggestion from someone to uh, eventually do a follow-up film called That Thing We Did. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. And we cool. all sound like the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> and you're singing about dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan, it, it took me several, several viewings of that movie until I realized in the entire film, your character... They never call you by name. They call you the bass player. And it wasn't until one day I'm watching the end of the film and I see what happened to all the guys in the band as their lives played out. And sure enough, there you are. Your character's name is T.B. Player. The (laughs) bass player. I was like... If I'm not mistaken, it's T. Period. Like the T and B is is parenthetical. Is that the grammatic term that I'm looking for? We'll go with it, Uh, yeah. It's an abbreviation. So we went with Tobias because I think the abbreviation (laughs) was in the script, too. Yeah. But but I have I, no idea what his middle name was, but uh, his first name was Tobias. I always assumed it was for the bass player, and <laughs> and it was kind of funny that they that they did that. It was maybe a commentary on how bass players kind of get lost in the shuffle of of band lineups. Yeah, maybe that, yeah, like, exactly. Like That's Paul exactly McCartney right. and yeah. like uh, Les Claypool totally lost in the shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, tonight, how's this going to work? Um, is is somebody going to host this, and uh, are you guys going to have free commentary while while you're watching the movie? How's it going to play out? John, take it, John. Yeah, go take ahead, Jonathan. Well, okay, so well, the first thing that we're going to do, everyone's going to get together, and we're going to uh, honor the uh, people on the front lines, the nurses and the doctors. That uh, they do that every day in New York at seven at seven p.m. We're going to do the same thing and honor them. And then right at, the, we're gonna, right at the top, everybody applaud and get up and make noise with us. Great, okay. great. Yep. And then we're uh, 
I think Tom Scott's going to give us a little countdown. Everyone get their players ready, and we're all going to push play at the same time. Okay. So that the yeah, movie so with you guys watching at home, get, get the copy of your movie queued up right there at that 21st century logo where the drum roll starts and push pause. And we'll tell you when we all push play together. So you've got you've got the YouTube channel running. You can have it, um, you know, however you do it. You either have it on your laptop or whatever, and you got it with, if you're watching it on on any one of the streaming services. Or if you have a disc, you get it all queued up. It starts, and then you guys are off and running with the commentary. Yeah, and, and you know, Zon Zon will be off and running. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just gonna lean back and let Steve take the whole. Thing. I'll, 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 I'll tell you guys. I did in the movie anyway. Just tried not to laugh the whole time. Uh, I'll tell you what. We've had some crazy interviews with him over the years, but he he the last interview just yesterday was so good because he's so passionate about doing this, and he considers you guys such dear friends. You know, and he was he kept going on about how. It, you know, it, it's the rarest of things in, in the business like the business you guys are in to develop a fraternal sense that you have with this collective. So and, and you're all, you're all echoing that as well. Yeah, Zon's coming out here. He's going to help me fix my flooding problems. <laughs> <laughs> he's the reason why I'm in Nashville. So he's going to come over here and help. Me. Hey, he's going to bring his tractor. I wanted to say to you, uh, Jonathan, you you had a good run, and I hope it continues as Jonah Hex on the uh, the CW, the the, um, uh, the you know yeah. uh, Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman is one of my favorite characters. Uh, the Jonah Hex character. Is there any uh, plan to continue that? You know, we haven't discussed it, but it, there's been a huge interruption in our yeah. in our world. Um, so hopefully they'll bring me back. I love that character, man. I'd love to play it more and and keep exploring with it because it's just, he's he's very he's very timely. Yeah, well, there's there's such a good because you have him, you have Constantine, and that DC universe yeah. they flirt with the paranormal a little bit more. And, and yeah. Jonah Hex is that that element that is really uh, very cool. So yeah, that I, I that again that's a that's another uh, that whole group. You're now forever enshrined in the uh, in the convention circuit if you so choose to go to that. <laughs> I wonder how the convention circuit is going to do after all of this. That was, I know that's true. Like you, these cool. industries with tightly packed together people. You know, it's, well, you know, what? They're, yeah. they're, they're, I'll tell you this. They're automatically social distanced by the huge backpacks that they wear. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and the, all of the wings. On the <laughs> and the cosplay mask. And the cosplay yeah, yeah, mask. Yeah, it plays right into the, uh, the, <laughs> the quarantine. Hey, uh, about uh, that thing you do, I want to ask each one of you individually if there's a if there's a scene that stands out uh, to your movie. Be it uh, personal behind the scenes or just the way it, it, it is theatrically, that is one of your favorites. Ethan, I'll start with you. I personally love that whole sequence when we first hear the song. Yes. The it's so it, exciting. It, 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 yes. We just run around and Liv and I are jumping and then we're all meeting up in the appliance store together. It's it's just it, and making it was just completely <laughs> joyful. And there's there's a part where Liv is on the street. She hears it first. She sees you standing out in front of the army surplus store. And she hits you, and you're just <laughs> like, ah! little, <laughs> how, how great is that little hidden nugget? Like I'm in front of the army surplus store. Hint, yep. Hint. Hint. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Jonathan, how about you? A favorite scene? Well, you know that that scene. Um, it's played out in my real life many times because people, you know, they relate to that when they're artists. Yeah. So I, I know that they, they wrote, Tom wrote the whole movie because it was, it, 
everyone can relate to that. You know, there, there comes a day in everyone's life when the dream that you dream becomes that thing you do. Yeah. yeah. And, and, so, and so that, that it, and it's, it's, it's so genuine. I have to ask you, Ethan, as well, because Marissa is such a fan and I'm a fan of Empire Records. Uh, again, you're talking about a movie that has worked its way into pop culture legend. Uh, so of all the, so you get recognized for the, uh, for that thing you do in Empire Records. What do you get recognized for the most in your career? I mean, it, it really depends because it depends what type of person the, the yeah, you know, exactly. it's all because of the, you know, like the, the college jocks love Vegas vacations. <laughs> yeah. 90s, yes. 90s kids love Empire Records. That thing you do typically spans all of them, though. Right. That is what's kind of special about the movie. It's. It's a wide net that that thing you do, Cass. Well, you have, um, oh, sorry. I'm sorry to jump in here, Casey. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Everett Scott is joining us. (laughs) (laughs) So we have Tom, we have Ethan, we have Jonathan. We had Zahn on yesterday. We have now had all the O'Neaters on the show. Unbelievable. Uh, well, you know what, Tom? Thanks, first of all. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to jump right to the exact thing we were discussing just this moment ago. And let's see if, if you have the same answer that Ethan and Jonathan do. Your favorite scene in the movie, whether it be because of something that happened behind the scenes or some kind some kind of event that we, the uh, the moviegoer, would love. Oh, my gosh. What a, what a crazy question. I think my favorite scene is, is absolutely when we hear the song on the radio. There you go. We, we all said the same no thing. Way. Yeah. Because it, it, it's, it's so genuine. It's, it's the joy of that moment when you realize you've made it. Right, exactly. I mean, it's just, uh, gosh, it just gives you chills. Well, you know, I, I love this scene in particular with you where you're, where you're with the jazz musician. And, oh my God! And, and, and you're, 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 and again, that we can all relate to that. Anyone who does any sort of thing where they they move along and they say, "Wait a second, here's this is something I I kind of like, and maybe I would enjoy this, and this could become my new course direction." And you see that that's played out in that scene that's done so brilliantly. Yeah, yeah, that's another great scene. You know, there was uh, so much um, surrounding that scene. We were, we filmed it once, and then all of the um, film came back out of focus, and oh. so we had to reshoot it. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> That's got to suck. Yeah. No, it was incredible, though, because the first time we filmed it, I that, that drum piece was so difficult, I could barely get through it. And so when we had a second shot at it, I had my drum teacher uh, record something a little bit easier to handle. And that's what we got. Wow. And uh, how has your drum skills uh, uh, fared over the years? Do you play at all anymore? Yeah. You know, I set up the kit and every over the years, I mean, it's been a, a you know, a way to kind of relieve stress, and my mm-hmm. kids have all he jumped behind it. it. And um, he still got a friend those drums like a heartbeat. That thing still pumps. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, he still got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played it, yeah, for the reunion, and um, I had it set up in my studio for a while. And a friend, a composer, uh, Michael Giacchino. Really oh my God, he's Michael one of Giacchino. our best friends. We, I've, <laughs> I've been to friends. his house. We we know Michael very well. Well, he had, he was using my studio for a while while he was building his, and. Um, yeah, I think J.J. Uh, Abrams has sat at that kit and played it. I think Tom Cruise has sat at that kit and played it. Wow. Uh, just, those are all films that, that Michael was working on. So, mm-hmm. so you know, it's it's got some uh, got some good juju around it. That's cool, man. Um, Preston here is a drummer, and uh, and he uh, is on this app uh, or this site called Drumeo. Oh, yeah, it's great. Are you familiar with that at all? 
No, no, not at all. What is it? Uh, it's it's an online repository of some of the greatest drummers uh, around. Period, and they they give instruction, and it's all the way from beginner up to advanced. It's it's really it's it's an awesome uh, program, and it. Uh, it teaches you, you know, different exercises and techniques that you may not have have worked on before. But it's it's worth checking out, Tom. If you do want to advance your chops a little bit, you should look at Drumio. Absolutely, Drumio. I'll check it out. Yeah. Hey, we have a, we have a strange question. We've been asking every single person that we've been interviewing since the the quarantine, at least the past couple of weeks. Uh, we have found out that almost everybody, Steve Zahn included, has been making banana bread <laughs> during the quarantine. <laughs> so, Ethan, have you made banana bread? I haven't made banana bread, but I've got about 16 washable white canvas uh, masks with a filter pocket for the ladies. <laughs> You've been making You've them? You've got your masks. I have. Yeah. I, got a, I got a sewing machine off a of Craigslist before all of this went down, and I've been learning how to sew. Good, ah. good call. All right, Jonathan, how about you? I just I have no banana bread, but I can't stop eating cookies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I hear you. I know, yeah. I know, I know. And, and Tom, how about you? No, no banana bread, but cookies. cookies. But cookies, okay, okay, absolutely. All right, yeah. All right, so I wanted to jump in a little bit earlier before Thomas uh, joined the uh, Tom joined the call. But um, Ethan, on your Twitter, it says uh, you're known as the kid that uh, from from the movie Dutch. And by the way, I love that movie. I think it's a great movie, and it still holds up today. But I want to recommend to our listeners um, after they get done watching uh, the live YouTube event tonight to. You can rent on demand a movie called Cheap Thrills with you and David Koechner. I love that movie. That it is that is a fun. mind f that movie. It yeah. is so much fun. It, yeah. I mean, it, it goes from like and it's zero a family film. Like, yeah. <laughs> not really a family yeah, film. I would show my kids though. Yeah, Jonathan, you should show your kids that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you can rent it on Prime Video. It's like two ninety nine. So if you you know, and people are looking for you know recommendations to to you know. Past the time, Cheap Thrills is a great movie. Great. The, 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 the thing about Cheap Thrills, it is an experience best in a crowd, a small group, which is not possible uh, at this moment. Yeah, they, right. But well, it's, it's a good now is a good way to it's a good time to sort of test it out on a solo journey. It makes me depressed when I watch it alone. Okay. But if I watch it with a group of people, it turns into a comedy. Well, we're going to talk some other things that uh, that you guys have done and what people can watch because we've mentioned uh, you know Jonah Hex for for Jonathan, but uh, but Tom, uh, the show I'm sorry I thought was was great and great. oh thanks. What is the status of that? Is it is it uh, another season in the works or what's going on? Yeah, let me tell you. I mean, we were two weeks into season three shooting it, and we had to shut down. So, uh, so as soon as we come out of it, we're going to finish up season three. Yeah, that's it, it's just smartly written. You guys pull it off awesome. There's so much uh, wrong stuff in it that's just hilarious. So I'm glad to hear that's going to be around <laughs> again. I love that series. Man. Another one that's great for the kids. Just the kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you know, listen, know. that thing you do is wonderful for the kids. So yeah, you yeah, got yeah. you got that clear. And, and the event tonight, I think, couldn't have couldn't be coming at, at a better time, especially when. You know, people are they're they're tapping out things that they've binged, and they're looking for something new, but yet retro to enjoy. So the whole the whole idea is going to be, I think, it's going to be a huge success for you guys. Yeah, I think this is this of all the things that've been going on to me personally, this is the most fun sounding thing yet that I've heard. So That's we're excited. No pressure. We're so happy. We're excited. <laughs> and, no pressure. And, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of people that are that are out of work and trying to make ends meet, and musicians certainly fall into that. So the Music Cares uh, COVID nineteen yeah. relief fund is what's going to be. 
um, uh, raise, funds raised for and celebrating Adam Schlesinger as well, who unfortunately was a, uh, a casualty Victim, yeah. to this. So, uh, guys, we love the movie. We love your work. Anytime you have anything at all you need to promote or whatever, please think of the Preston and Steve show in Philadelphia on WMMR, okay? Thank you. Oh, yeah. Okay, fellas. Thanks yeah, so much. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank Ethan, you. Jonathan, yeah. Tom, the Omniters. Oh, my God. That was so cool. That was incredibly cool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you, you know what it went from? It went from we're having Tom Everett Scott on <laughs> yeah. to yeah. Marissa about five minutes before the interview saying, he might not be coming on. We're not really sure. Right. Yeah. To Oh, by the way, we have Ethan Embry and Jonathan Sheck on the line ready to go. <laughs> and Tom hasn't called in yet. And then we interview them. And then all of a sudden, Tom's on. That was way cool. You know, it's, it, there's a part. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was great. Of course, you go from zero to 60 and then yep. above. Yeah. But uh, Jonathan, of course, he has that scene, you know, I quit. I quit. Oh, my y- God. You know, and, and you're like, but yet you sort of see what he's saying. But yeah. he's also, it's, you know, it's like, oh, I, I do because yeah. that he he was now he was a bit of a jerk as yes. well. Yeah, uh, but he was he was a, a, a true musician who had a vision as to what he wanted to. It was getting manipulated and right. changed, uh-huh. and he saw the the cheapness of it, and he was he wasn't having it. And if you if you look at the um, uh, the superlatives or whatever you want to call them at the end, what ends up happening in their lives yeah. later on, he goes on to a successful music career. Yeah, yeah, and becomes a producer and a writer right. and everything. So he was the real deal. What a great movie. Uh, what a cool event. 7 right. o'clock. 7 yeah. o'clock tonight. Yep, exactly. And Tom's friends with Michael Giacchino. I mean, how badass is we, that? You got to let Giacchino know that I his just, name I, came up. Yeah. I just did. He texted me back right away. He's already up, and he said he's a good friend. He's a really good person, and uh, he's going to be tuning into the to the watch party tonight as well. I think that Michael had mentioned Tom Everett, Scott, if not the last time, the time before uh, that he was on with us. So that's all good. That's cool. All right. So, wow. Yeah. It's almost 11 o'clock. I know. And we haven't done our letter of the day yet. So, here, here. Yes, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's here. All right. He's got a mask. He's got his mask on. It's going to be an interesting radio show today. <laughs> While he's working his way over, thank you to Kate Flannery. <laughs> thank you to astronaut Mike Misamino, <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure, <laughs> Tom Everett, Scott Jonathan Sheck, and Ethan <laughs> Emery. <laughs> For being on the show this morning, it's been a lot of fun. Hi, Pierre. Hello. Nice to see you, sir. I'm um, actually. I will not use this mask, but uh, a lovely listener named Jennifer custom made me a Grateful Dead mask. That oh, is awesome. That's what it Isn't is. this amazing? That's awesome. So I, so I gotta take a picture of this and put it up on the boxes. We were talking earlier about this. So if this becomes a list, at least for a little while, looks like it's going to be the norm in a number of situations for for a bit as we get through. You know what we're dealing with here. Uh, you know, uh, um, the opportunity for cool things like this right. for team masks. If you're yes. going to a sporting event, yes. I mean, listen, you, you know, you you got to put up some stuff, but that's that's pretty cool looking. This is really cool. She made yeah. me a, uh, a tie dyed one, a Grateful Dead one, and a Snoopy one. Oh. Uh, and uh, it says uh, in her letter, it says. This is not scientific protection. I'm a bartender. Uh, but uh, Most of it, that what's out there isn't, but it's, it'll yeah. get the job done. And I, I obviously have no intention to, because it really, it really muffles you to speak with. A little through, bit, right? yeah. Uh, so I have no intention of wearing it. But one, the one of our staff here, I think, is wearing a mask. Well, inside. actually, Andre at home on, on, on WMGK, uh, Andre wears a diving helmet. Yeah, <laughs> wow, wow. You know what? Some of the news reporters are now wearing them, uh, yep. even out while they're, while they're they're working well um, outside maybe but i mean yeah, inside outside. Yeah. it seems a bit much i don't know i mean well, yeah, driving. Listen, yeah. you're gonna be by yourself in yeah. the studio 
then, you know, it's fine. And driving, I have seen a couple people wearing it, and I'm like, you, huh? you don't quite need to do the, that. The windows are up. Yeah, you're going to yeah. be okay. Well, I figured the saran wrap I've wrapped myself <laughs> okay. in is enough yeah. yes. I, from head to toe. But if you're obviously, uh, if, if obviously going to be in conjunction to people closely, then, yeah, that's something that, uh, that you may want to do. But uh, I think you're going to be all right. Are beer distributors open? Um, yes. yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. I need that. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, they are. And yeah. you see the, the, uh, some of the state stores, it looks like uh, they're going to start yes. uh, helping with packaging orders and things like that because they're so overwhelmed. Yeah, they're not going to be open per se. They're going right. to be people there working, they're but they, they've been the overwhelmed by the, yeah, the, the deliveries. <laughs> the so. industry has noticed a 55% increase. <laughs> Telling you, man. Fifty-five percent wow. increase. Wow, that's amazing. I think I've, yeah, I think I've had about a fifty-five percent increase too. Yeah, I was just doing the math in my head. Hey, you ready to do the letter? I am. All right, man. Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter A is in always. All right, and we have a word now. So let's take caller number three. Doing a little number today. 215-263-WMMR. And let's see if you know the word of the week and get a prize. We'd love to set you up with that. Um, so I'm sure you got some stuff planned for this Friday morning, sir. Yes, indeed. Uh, we will have the Rock Refund opportunities at noon and 2, Jackson at 4 and 6, uh, Bam Bam at 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, workforce blocks of Talking Heads and Tool. Uh, Maynard James Keenan has a birthday today. And Mark Tremonti of Creed has a birthday tomorrow. We have a request for a block, and we will get to that. Also, uh, a block of Dave Edmonds, the great Dave Edmonds, because uh, his birthday was earlier in the week, and he does that weekend song I like to play on Friday morning. So Are you we'll... doing a block? I, well, I think so. Can you? Can I request a song? You can. You're probably already playing it anyway. Slipping Away? Oh, Slipping Away is great. That's a great song. Girls Talk. Um, Girls Talk is a great song. Uh, what's the one at Denver? Get Out of Denver. Uh, Did he co-wrote Cruel to Be Kind? Uh, no, Nick Lowe wrote that. Yeah, I thought uh, but he they was played it together. Well, Nick okay. Lowe and Dave Edmonds would tour as Rockpile. Okay, uh, and they were huge as a touring band as Rockpile. But they, their inner collaborations were were kind of intermeshed. Uh, yeah, will. yeah, yeah. I remember uh, those names going together. A Crawling lot. from the wreckage was another great one. Mm. Um, they had so, he had a lot of great songs. I saw I saw him play at Six Flags. Really over Mid America. Yes, at the Old Glory Theater, I had front row seats. Uh-huh. Wow. Because if you got there early enough, you didn't need a ticket. You just had to go sit in the stands. And I sat there for like two and a half hours waiting for him to come on. And he was great. Presented uh, by Tyson Chicken. <laughs> there you go. It was a weird presentation. Whatever yeah. works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, caller number three. It's what we're looking for. And I have Kristen on the line. Hi, Kristen. Hey, guys. How are you? Wonderful. Are you ready to give me the word? Yes, I am. I believe it's aroma. Great day in the morning. Aroma. Absolutely correct. And uh, since you got that right, Kristen, we are going to give you a $300 Duncan E. gift card. So congratulations to you. All right, hang on just a second. We'll get your information. Yes, you can smell the coffee now. Ah. Send a hero that you know a little thanks with a Duncan E. gift card by visiting DuncanCoffeeBreak.com for every gift card purchased. 
Duncan's going to donate a dollar up to $100,000 to the Duncan Joy in Childhood Foundation Emergency Funds. And they go straight to nonprofits helping uh, families affected by coronavirus. Visit DuncanCoffeeBreak.com and send your hero a Duncan E gift card today. I'll take a moment to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show. Brought to you today by Acme, and you can now enjoy the convenience of ordering your groceries online. Have them ready for pickup. Each item carefully selected, brought right to your car. Order online, shop.acmemarkets.com. Also brought to you by Duncan. Visit DuncanCoffeeBreak.com and send your hero a Duncan E. gift card today. As I was just saying, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Next week on the show, we're going to try it. We're doing Isolation Idol. We're going to see how you do, Delaware Valley, in the world of entertainment at home. Honestly, mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, it's your fault. Yes. <laughs> so just remember that. Uh, we'll also have Carlos Mencia. We will have Louis Knight. Speaking of Isolation Idol, Louis, I, Louis Knight is local, and he is on American Idol. That's right. They're uh, they're uh, modifying how they produce it, yep. and they're going to continue. And uh, we'll also have Ed Begley Jr. and, I would imagine, many other guests as well. Yes. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Do I have? Wait. Hang on. I have this. Uh, hang on a second. Rage on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, rage on. Rage on. And have a great weekend, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. I had to sit there and look through the bizarre file about the people who blew up their auto shop. Never left dirty ass hippies working in your car. Next message. Woohoo! It's Friday! No sad, bro. Day. Can't wait for happy hour. Oh, already is happy hour. But it's still Friday. No sad, bro. Next message. Every God damn it! Some banana bread! The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.